You are back at the Blue Water Inn and listening to Curse of Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, Valaki was in ruins and swarming with the walking dead as Lady Vokter faced the Azran expedition with her necromancy in the flesh amalgamation of her husband and former disciples. In the biggest tragedy of this story so far, Victoria fell in battle before the Vokters were brought to a permanent rest. In the aftermath that followed, the heroes brought their slain comrade to the Blue Water Inn, where they received a miracle from an unlikely savior. Me. I would not let Victoria stay dead in the realm I have total mastery of. So I brought her back. Now it is a question of if they will thank me by bending the knee. I highly doubt it. This episode is brought to you by our generous supporters on Patreon. You can become a patron yourself by following the link in the show notes. We are eternally grateful for your support. With that out of the way, let us proceed with the conclusion of Chapter 15, Something Wicked. The door flies open. All three of you spill into the room. Victoria, you land almost softly onto the bed as if held for a moment in the air by the mist that Stradania had turned into as you see the faint red glow of the mist shoot up into the air and straight out of the crack beneath the window. Restrain her! Tie her up now, Shepard! What, what in the fuck happened? What? Tie her up! Do I, re- do I remember this? Oh, yes. Oh. She's alive! Tie her up now! Of course I'm alive. Ta- what happened here, Connor? Time Victoria! You want me to time Victoria? Yes! No, Shepard! No, no, which she, she, she just woke up! What do you mean, tie her up? There's no need She's alive! That. She's been dead, Professor! Exactly! Tie her up! And I literally, I, I jump on Victoria, and I try to, like, I'm holding her. Do you, do you... I'm not gonna let this happen. I'm, I'm not getting him anywhere. Do she's roll naked. your contest. She's your naked. Contest for this, you I'm not on. letting this happen. Does being dead count as a long rest? <laughs> no! You come back with a horrible, horrible. No, you're fucked. We're all we're I fucked. I know. Your body, you're like, can I get a long rest? It's the longest rest for what it's worth. Definitely for what for what all the rules are. I am also going. Yes. No way. Given the nature of how you came back, absolutely 100%. Connor, Thank you. Bonnie, you're trying to prevent the professor I, Because she's her. naked and I don't I am, want any of you to fucking touch her. So I'm, I'm like, should I restore with one HP well. though? Yes. Okay. Okay. I am inadvertently. I'll say you, you want to get the full night's sleep. You're still tired. So. <laughs> I am inadvertently helping Connor. We have different reasons I'm for so doing so, but I'm, I'm trying to pull on the professor. Yeah, I, she, she is no, not you, properly you dressed, so whatever like, you need no. to do, the professor's oh, yeah. doing this, whoever needs to try I'm and restrain him, make your check, make your checks against the restraints, do all the things. Yeah, do, is it strength? Yeah. Do all I mean, things, what, what? yeah. I hate these dice. I hold natural ones, so that'll be an 11 for... Oh, no, my strength's awful. Uh, I got it's a... acrobatics. Um, I got a 9 for strength. The, the acrobatics, uh, athletics. Yeah, acrobatics or athletics for both of you. Yeah, yeah mine's a 9. Yeah, garbage. Thank you, Mike. What's yours? Yeah. Mine was 11 to try and keep you away from her. Wow, I actually dodged them. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, then. Tell me. Tell me how it works. Yes, so I... I I'm... <sighs> Who did this? If this was in Sarnax, it was some unholy power that brought her back. And I'm gonna try to, to try to like. Professor, we, get off her! We, we don't know it was in Sarnax. It wasn't me. It was Stradania. I saw her with my own eyes. Get off of me! Everybody, 
Take a goddamn deep breath. Nobody move a fucking muscle. Is it not enough that I've come back? How did you come back? Sonax, please help me. It is too late. Don't hurt her. Kana, what did you say you saw? You saw Sordanya. Tell us everything. She came in the middle of the night. I didn't sense her at all. I didn't I didn't even feel her. And I woke up. She had her blade against my neck in lingerie, hugging. Oh no, you saw her in her full oh, before oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was not in lingerie. It was very unusual. <laughs> Not at all, no. It was normal. You saw nothing! It was a dream. She had, she had Victoria against her and she dug her fangs into her neck. I immediately grab her, at, her face. Do I feel at, anything on my neck? Yes, you at, can feel the two At the mention of Kana saying that, my one of my hands begins to go for judgment. I wouldn't do that, Sonics. She's, she's weak. We don't have to hurt her. Really? All right? Mr. Morgan. It's not treat her please. like an animal. Come on. Until it's we true, figure I... out what the hell happened. Well, let's she... ask her. She's a fucking person. I'm not going to fucking tie her up. I feel the, the marks on my neck. Connor does not lie. Something has happened here. What happened? What can you tell us? I failed. We all failed. That is what happened. I used too much of my strength. I wasn't able to stop this. Professor, what do you see? Um, we haven't gotten a long rest, correct? No. no. I'm going to dart outside, seeing that I can't do anything with the professor, and I'm going to go see if her clothes are dry. Just they're, like, they're dry. Okay. I'm going to bring run back, go get them and bring them back inside. While, while this is happening. I, you, I, you bring them all. Everything's there except for her panties. I don't Victoria, do not take this the wrong way. Um, I cannot seem to locate your underpants. I never wear them. Sorry. One one hand outstretched. Hold on, give her some privacy. Come on, let her at least put some clothes on. Please, Mr. Shepard, some modesty. One hand that is well, I mean, he's fucking grappling you. Yeah. Professor! And he's winning. Well, he's winning. And I have one hand on judgment. I I narrow my eyes. And I, Hunter sends her. Mm-hmm. So as an action, I choose one creature I can see within 60 feet. I immediately learn whether that creature has any damage, immunities, resistances, vulnerabilities, and what that creature is if they're not hidden from divination magic. So my eyes narrow and they blacken even more so than they are as tiefling. And and I and you may not see it in the dark, whatever it is, but I am I am focused. I'm trained on her 110%. So nice, come on, let's let's have her put a dress on at least. Do you right, have any there? resistances? Anything Everyone like keeps that? Sorry! Damn it! Why me? I don't think sorry. I do, actually, no. to be honest. She is a human, a human as as I would turn my back and just as modestly as I can with the She does not appear to be um shred- I guess you wouldn't know, but nothing seems to have changed. She's oh. a half I know she's a half elf. You now. know she's a half elf. Are you satisfied, Mr. Shepard? I'll hold up a bed sheet, just like give her some. Give she's wives. Well, I just want to grapple. She's oh, still yeah. she's still wrapped in a bed sheet. Oh. She's just grappled by Clayton. Oh, okay. So, oh, she's, her, so her not, nips aren't out. There's all right, none of that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Settle down. She's still a fucking <laughs> half elf. She's still a fucking half elf. I've always been a half elf. Stop. We're not acting out of line here. 
Everybody settle the fuck down. Can you release me, Professor? Can she at least change? Come on. This is I, the trick. The other hand, when it when when I look make eye contact with Clayton, goes to redemption, and I draw both of my weapons. No, we don't need to go that far. Just I'm hold just, momentum, and I want to cast a spell magic on her. Okay. And it would dispel if as long as there are no higher than third level spells, they would all be dispelled on her. And if there were higher level, I would roll for it. Okay, roll for it. Yikes! Oh my god! Good move. You have your portents too. I do no, have portents. This is an intelligence doing lasagna. Yes. I love that you call her lasagna. It's always going to be lasagna. It's a a nineteen for the first one. Just keep me. Should I keep rolling? Yep. Ooh, that's bad. Uh, Three. Yeah. Oh. Uh, nine for the second one. Why are you so, rolling multiple times? So for every effect that's higher level oh, than okay. third, you roll for it. Okay. Oh. You've got one spell slot? Yeah, because when you target somebody, it's all effects. 13, so that okay. doesn't, that fails. Go. 14. Go. So I, we can, we can meditate. Oh, okay. Thank you. Which one is this? Good? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Or so does anything happen? Us? That? No, I usually make him roll for fun. <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> so just tell me what I would gather yes. from from dispelling. Yes. You would gather that there weren't any magical effects. On okay. <laughs> I have both weapons drawn, not pointed at her because oh, I refuse crazy. to. I refuse to. I have to spike your blood pressure some way, and that's, how, that's the best way to do it. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. You got me. No, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You got, you got your, I, you I have my weapons drawn. There. On her, but I refuse to restrain her with rope. I'm not. If you're satisfied, Professor, <laughs> that wasted not. I will let Victoria go. <laughs> professor, are you fucking sure? I think he's sure. Keep your weapons drawn. I'll let my towel or my sheet or whatever I have go and take my dress and just you eyes trained on Shepard get dressed. She says this. She lets the towel drop. You all see Victoria completely nude standing before you. A confidence you've never seen from her before as she reaches out and takes the clothes. There is something similar in this. Confidence that's only ever been matched by Stradania herself as Victoria grabs the clothes and begins to adorn her, her outfit. My, my arm adorn herself holding, her. holding my weapons, my arms slack. They're not, not, I'm not as, you got fucking bit. True, I did. So now what? I don't know. Do you remember anything? What did you see? What happened when you died? It's all a dream. I, I, I had the choice to come back, and I, I wanted to come back. The choice from whom, Victoria? The choice from whom? Stradonia. She doesn't bring people back, not in undead or some sort of form, and I'm not seeing shit. It's fucked up. Something's fucking off here. I agree. She brought me back, and I'm here with you. At what cost? I don't Victoria? know. I don't know, but I'm here. We want the real fucking Victoria. We don't want some fucking undead thrall shit. I'm not undead. Clearly. I don't think. 
Can I inside check her when she says I don't know? Mm -hmm. Uh, 17. I don't think I'm undead. <laughs> Am I undead? <laughs> he would have known. Well, no. He said at what cost. Oh, okay. Said, I don't know. Like, you I don't, don't think I'm undead. <laughs> so if you want to roll, are, are you are you trying to be deceitful? No. I don't think that I'm undead. No, I think no you, you said, she said, he asked. At what cost? At what cost? And you said, I don't know. And she incited and that. And so she's inciting that to see if you're lying about it. So roll for whatever it is. Don't tell us. Yeah. Okay. Roll for whatever it is. And if you're telling the truth, add persuasion. If you're telling a lie, add, add deception. deception. And then let us know what the number is. Yeah. And if you're concerned, whisper in Nikki's ear, she'll tell you. Mm -hmm. She'll help you out. I know what it is, so just roll and tell me what the number is. Oh, so. that's a good idea. Oh, that's good. I like that better. But but maybe whisper the number to Nikki so that we can't like meta-knowledge yep, like the modifiers. I'm not looking. Okay. Uh, she appears to be telling the truth. <laughs> I shoot Victoria 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> I got to Raven Lost! Oh, Lost. Lost Jesus. Just kidding. It's high noon. High noon, yeah. It is high noon. You, Victoria, may not know the cost, but no one returns from the lands of the dead for nothing. I agree. This shit is not fucking natural. Hey, Nothing so in this land is natural, Mr. Shepard. And if it wasn't Garrix that brought you back, if it wasn't the power of the Morning Lord, the power of even your god, you would turn away from Illmater himself. Have you... Give yourself to the darkness of the Countess, Victoria. Is the wickedness truly that attractive to you? I wanted to come back. To be in darkness, surrounded by darkness, and to have a light sprung upon you, you would you not take that? No matter what it came from. If it was not from the light of my lord, the fire lord Garrix, then no. Shepard? Yeah. Restrain her. I don't want to fucking tie her up. I'm not going to fucking do it. Think about how that would look. She's not, I don't give a fuck about optics. It's about free fucking will. And I wouldn't give, I would be fucking pissed if someone tried to do that to me. The devil's shroud just brought her back from and death. She, and she's not fucking undead, I would know. If you keep it down, everyone Who else cares? is sleeping in the tavern. Whether she's undead or not, it doesn't matter. The fact that it wasn't Sarnax, it wasn't the Morning Lord. Listen to the logic that you're saying. Who knows what devilry is responsible for this? Until we sort this out, restrain her hands. I'm extremely confident if she makes a single furtive movement, I will put her down. Why don't you just ask her? While treating her like she's not even in the room. Thank you. We walk out of here tomorrow with her hands restrained. Everyone's going to think that she was brought back by the Devil's Strahd. Have I not been here every step of the way? That's why I'm giving her free fucking will. Your last step was mere hours ago. Brought on by enamored charms or lust, I don't know what. My last step brought on by yours. You didn't listen to me. None of you listened to me. Listen to you as in what? Let you die and we'd be in the same place. You have no faith in me. None. You never have. 
I've been nothing but an assistant to you since we've gotten here. When I said run, did you run? Did you run? Did any of you run? I swore. You let me die by not listening to me, by having no faith in me. So we could have let you die or have you die either way? You could have attacked Lady Walker. You could have ended this so much sooner, but you were pompous. You would have died either way. I fucking Do you not the, know? The doc heals you. In another fucking plane, the good doctor was here for you. Sure, we could have left, but you would have lasted maybe 30 seconds. We don't leave anyone behind. Fucking Sarnax won't shut up about me being some kind of goddamn shepherd. About getting everybody home safe. I'm not fucking leaving anybody. Yet you point your guns at me now. It's better than tying you up. It's not, Shepard. This is what Stradania wants. Hopefully. She brought her back so that we could all turn against her. This is exactly what she wants, to out her. Kana. This is the best time to try and pull ourselves together. Shradania has already gotten what she wants. If she did, she would, I don't think Victoria would be here. She left her to taunt us. She left her to destroy us from within. We must steal ourselves like you said. Use this to our advantage. I put she has one. used me. I must From the ask. day that I've been here, I've been an outsider to your group. It's exactly why you don't listen to me, why you treat me as if I'm, I'm worthless. And maybe I have been in the fighting. I'm not a fighter. I never claimed to be. We didn't listen to you because I swore that I would get everyone back to Avantress alive. Is that yours to swear? Did you know that? This is my expedition. Yes, it is. I'm going to put redemption in its holster and run a hand through my hair and say, what do you mean? His fucking choice. We're, we're, we're trying to survive. Do you not value your own life? Of course I'm trying to survive, but when nobody trusts me to take care of myself, when he aims to protect me, no matter what, though that's not his to, to claim. He can't protect me. He can't protect any of us. He's a professor. I never looked down on you, not even once. Never. Something's not right. You know that for a fact. I don't look down on anybody. I was hired here for some job. And this is so far beyond that. I don't give a fuck about the money. Be honest with yourself. I'll start making tea. If you won't restrain her, Mr. Morgan, keep an eye on her. I'm going to bed. Sarnax, you need rest as well. Let's get some sleep. I'm not going to be able to restrain her. There's no way. Then keep an eye on her. I'll keep an eye on her. Keep your fingers on those triggers. Do what you must. I'm rather tired. I think I'll go to bed now. Fuck. Fine. 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 I'll leave and go to the other room and get in bed. I will make tea and kneel down by the bed. And if Shepard is in the room, I will offer some to him. If he's not, then I'll offer some to Victoria. And if no one would like tea, Kana will eat tea, will drink tea by herself. I'm going to grumbly walk over to what I assume to be some sort of writing desk in this uh, yeah, in this room, one. and I'm scowling severely. 
to the point where it's going to damage my beautiful face. And and I'm going to I'm going to grab the fuck out of whatever fucking chair is right in front of the writing desk. I'm going to drag it noisily while I stare at both of the women and I'm going to set it right in front of the fucking chair and I'm going to sit down. Judgment is still out. Redemption is in its holster. I'll flip my back towards him. (laughs) Uh, I'm getting ready to leave, and I just look completely haggard, as haggard as a lizard can look. Don't worry, Mike, you do. (laughs) And I will have my lantern, and I will step forward towards Victoria as I see all of this happening. Victoria, whatever decision you made, I can promise you it wasn't worth it. And I am sorry. I failed you. I return. Good. I'll uh, see him. I think you only need one hand. I snatch it up. Yeah. All right. Thank you. This is kind, I suppose. And, and judgment is still out by my side, not pointed. It's hanging by my side in my hand as I begin to sip from the tea. I'll pour uh, a small cup uh, for Victoria and I'll just put it on the windowsill so it's like within her peripheral vision. Just let it like steam up the side of the window if she decides she wants to drink it. And I'll uh, go back to my- You uh, place it there and the steam begins to have an effect on the window itself. And as you're looking at it, it's almost beautiful the way the steam is dancing, the way water reacts to heat and cold. And it's then that you notice it, two eyes staring back at you from the other side of the window. You blink a couple of times and you look, a doll sitting there on the window, its head lulled forward, its mouth stitched together in a hideous approximation of a smile. Outside or inside? Outside. Um... Is it is it still there? Like I blink a couple times and it's still there. Yes. Shepherd. What? Please do not panic. Okay. Do you see what I'm seeing out the window? Do I see it? You do. I'm gonna do a. I'm I'm literally teacup in one hand, <laughs> judgment in the other, and I'm gonna like like try not to take my eyes off Victoria and like look into the window. What the fuck is that? Is, is it what? Do we recognize it? No. It's a doll you've never seen before. All it's, right. Um, it looks charred, almost as if part of it has been burnt before. Um, the limbs themselves appear to be um, porcelain, and they are singed. You can still see the, the ash marks on it, uh, bits of stuffing falling out of places. The dress, um, moth-eaten. Um, the majority of the hair is completely gone, but it doesn't look like it was burnt up. It looks like it was removed with some kind of tool. Don't, don't, don't panic. Just hold up. We've been through a lot. I didn't get the chance to tell anybody that I ran into Blinsky. Okay. He said that he had something for us in the morning. It's been a long fucking night. And I'm kind of worried, concerned rather, that it might just be a fucking messenger. And my eyes are darting between the doll and Victoria. Is it doing anything other than just like tilting? Is it tapping on the window? Nope. I would say... Look through the window. See if it has a fucking tag. If it doesn't, pretend it's not fucking there. 
Because I'm going to enjoy my fucking tea. If it's got a Blinsky tag, I guess we can reassess. I will lean forward and peer uh, into this very creepy looking doll from the other side of the window. And I, I would say to, to see... truly determine whether it has a tag, you need to open the window. Damn. I can't tell, Sergeant uh, Shepard. Fuck. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone looks I can't. Everybody <laughs> thinks I'm just Shepard. Shepard's to me. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't I that can't, hard? I can't tell you what to do. But if you open that window and that fucking doll pulls another fucking knife on me, <laughs> we're going to have a real fucking shitstorm right in this fucking hotel room. All right? You make your own decision. I've been pushed a little far tonight, and I'm trying my goddamn hardest. I'm trying real fucking hard, Connor, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you make your own choice. But if shit goes pear-shaped real fucking quick, I can't be promised for whatever fucking happens. I'm not willing to invite anything into this room anymore. Good. Keep an eye on it. Tea's not bad. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. And I put the uh, cup on the floor next to me. And I continue to keep my piercing gaze on Victoria. Every, every once in a while, make a quick glance of the window. I'm going to take out my calligraphy tools, and I'm just, uh, well, if the doll is still there, I'm just going to start sketching to see what it like looks like in case it like decides to disappear in the morning. But I will... You notice at some point a raven comes down and picks one of its eyes out and carries it away, oh, but the doll stays there. Is it upright? Oh, the eye like, got carried away, okay. Mm-hmm. Is it just... Plopped like this, kind of against, yeah. or does it look like it's like firmly like no, standing? No, it's like plopped there on the windowsill, and it's just in a way that its head is tilted to the side and it's stitched on smile. He's just right there, staring at you. I'll uh, I'll finish sketching it, and uh, once I'm satisfied with it, I'll put it in my pack and I'll say, "Well, it's been some time now. The doll hasn't left, so I think we should try to get some sleep. It might just be ominous. It might not be dangerous, but I'm not ready to invite that in just yet." Fuck no, that's fine. That's fine. Leave it out there. I saw we both saw the raven. Mm-hmm. A raven plucked his fucking eye out. I'm not willing to chance it. As far as sleep goes, Marsha Victoria. I... Professor's not happy with the decision I made. And this is the best middle ground that I can fucking cover. I'm not tying her up. Thank you for not treating her like an animal. I don't like this any more than you do, Shepard. But the least we can do is treat her like a friend. Until we at least understand all the facts. I'm disappointed in the fact that I even have to do this at all. I ain't gonna tie her up. If you need to sleep, sleep. I'll be fine till morning. This isn't the first time that I stayed awake for days at a fucking time. Hunting some godforsaken beast. Just do your thing. I'll be here when the sun comes up. Do you like to take shifts? I can keep you company. I don't know if I can't sleep. I'm gonna sit right here and we'll deal with whatever comes in the morning. All right. I'll uh, go over to the window and just put my hand on it, look at the doll one more time, verify the window's locked. Um, 
and close the curtains if there are any. And I'll lay back down and try to get some sleep. I'll wake you up if anything goes awry. Please do. I have my grave ready. Those of you that sleep, enjoy a, a long rest. Oh my god. Those that don't, enjoy one level of exhaustion. It's not the first yeah. one. <laughs> do I have a level of exhaustion? Life. You do not. Really? Wow. Yes. Oh my god. Oh. My HP max HP modifier was like negative 50 She's something. She's spawn. Yikes. Yeah, now I'm a little scared. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, Clayton, early. The sound of knocking on the door. <sighs> Who is it? Shepard Morgan. Would I hear this being awake? Oh yeah. So then my ear would peer, perk up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. And I'll kind of shamble out of bed. I'll open the door. What do I owe you? Oh, nothing. And he hands you a letter. This one letter is for all of us. No, I have one for each of you. Well, then give me all of them. I'll pass them. I have to deliver them. Oh, God. They're recipients. Union rules. Sonax, pick up. Else, day on the wall. Yes. Shepard. You can come up. I'm up. What, 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 uh, what, what is it? You have mail. We all have mail. What the fuck? Who's sending me mail in goddamn Barovia? I don't know. Probably Stradania. We should read it. I get up and I kick the chair out of the way of the door and I open it up. Judgment's still in my right hand. You walk out and you see there's, there's a squat man standing here. Maybe 5'2", five, 5'3", five, at his tallest. An elderly man. Uh, early to late 70s. Some Well, in his 70s. Um, his hair is graying. His uh, spectacles are overly large for his face. They make his eyes uh, pop out and he has a goofy smile on his face. And there's a almost a sense of um, lack of control. Yeah, somebody's got a lack of control. Right, why, why are you rolling? Why are you rolling? Because I want to inside check the second. I see what I want to inside ready. check okay. yeah, He's ready to like, blow his fucking head off. I love that you thought that. 26 for insight. Uh, for what? To see if he's telling the truth about delivering letters. Oh yeah, he's definitely telling the truth. Okay, as long as he, he doesn't seem he like he's a lying He turns towards you, and you see he's holding a silver platter I'm just at him. in his hands. It's topped with um, individual parchments that are all um, that are all uh, individually sealed. As he turns around, he adjusts his glasses. Are you gonna Kaze? He's looking at me. Yeah, I'm fucking Shepherd. When I hear my name, I'll, I'll I don't get up. see a male for fucking Shepherd. <laughs> Silas Shepherd Morgan. Oh, this one's for you. Jesus Christ! How the fuck they get my full fucking name? I'll go to the door. Shepherd. Are you? Ah, oh, what are you, sir? My, I am Sarnax of Needlewood. Oh, oh, I am Sarnax. Well, just Sarnax. I. For all the mail that I've received, I have explicitly mentioned it should be of the Edelwood. While I'm here reading the letter, I want to I want to flip it left and right in my hands and find traps on it. Okay. Damn. 
I'm paranoid as fuck. No, there is another Sardax. This is not for you, Kana Soyokazi. Present. There's your mail. Thank you. Do you know where I could find Sarnax? I would. He's right here. Give me the letter. This, this is Sarnax. No. He's the only Sarnax in Barovia. Please he just said give there him might letter. be another Sarnax. He's kidding. Technically, there there could they be. They have very uh, uh, dry oh. humor from where he's from. It's highly unlikely. Please just give him the parchment. This is Sarnax. Can I sign for it or something? I'm so sorry for the disruption. Please, uh, this is the man you're looking for, and I'll give him a. a Coin. Mm, keep your coin. Here, Sarnax. You think they he would hands you the letter. Thank you, sir. Of the Edelwood. Would there be any mail for a Miss Victoria Isaacs? None for the Lady Victoria. He clasps your hands. Congratulations. Good day. Oh, no. As he begins to shamble away. <sighs> uh, oh, shit. We'll detect my find uh, traps. You did not find any traps. Nothing. Okay. Well, then I'm, I would I'm do, the, it I would do the same. I would open it up using my knife. Congratulations. That's like a letter opener. I, I don't a know. A beautiful header in gold, um, uh, in gold uh, ships. I can't remember the word. Filigree? Filigree, sure. Filigree. Foiling. Foiling. In gold ships. You are cordially invited. Speared everywhere. To the wedding of Stradonia von Zarovich. And Lady Victoria Isaacs <gasps> to be held at Castle Ravenloft. Is it I all still says? Have, I still yes. have judgment in one hand. And it is, for all intents and purposes, an invitation to Castle Ravenloft. Fuck! I, I, I snap and I immediately burn it. I'm you snap and you watch as the flames <laughs> lick up the sides. <laughs> it makes the gold lettering shimmer almost as if. It is dripping blood. What is it? I'm gonna but start. But it does not ignite. Starting to quiver a little. I hand her the invitation. I still have. But I don't ju- say a I word. still have judgment in one hand. I'm gonna turn to her and say, uh, and after you having handed it to her, I'm gonna hold mine up and say, "You want to fucking explain this? I'll, you, I'll read it. You're making it real hard for me to not side with the professor here, Shepard. I don't like to say I told you so. Stop. But no more. Not another goddamn word. I want to hear what she has to say. I don't have the ring on my finger, do I? You do. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that looks bad. <laughs> Oopsie. You would have known that it was on your finger. You could have slipped it off in the middle of the night. No one looked for it. So. I would leave that up to you to decide if that's something I literally just back. thought of it, so I'd be like, <laughs> I guess you better start talking. I, I don't know what to say. Except for what? Except for I don't know what to say. I told you I was given the opportunity at life, and I, I couldn't say no to that. I'm gonna crumple the letter and throw it to the ground. <coughs> I'll just reread it again and make sure I'm like. So what's gonna right. happen is that the four of us are gonna go to fucking Castle Ravenloft, and you're gonna fucking stay six thousand miles away from that accursed fucking castle. Correct. I don't. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Will she let you in if I'm not with her? I don't think she has a goddamn fucking choice. Exactly right, Shepard. Please restrain Miss Isaac. Stop. No. Professor. 
The fact of the matter is that you're thinking about going to Castle Ravenloft. The fucking Victoria I know. What do you expect me to do? To get yourself safe and far away from the fucking castle. I'm, I'm not safe anywhere here. Unless I can go and be released from this land entirely, I'm not safe. None of us are safe. Victoria. We've seen Sarnax stabbed through the chest with Shredania's sword. Yes. We've seen dead children. We've seen mothers nailed to walls, their life stolen from them. We've seen Esmeralda, her head removed from her body. We've seen Sergei von Zorovich dead hundreds of years by, her sister, by his sister's hand. All brought back to life by the power of Garrix or the Morning Lord. All by the power of light. And you don't feel like that would be your salvation. You wouldn't wait for the light? I don't have a choice. I'm back now. We all have a choice, Victoria. I hate that the professor's making a lot of goddamn sense right now. Am I supposed to just let you go, all of you, and die? No. At her hand. You let Sarnax bring you back. You let the Morning Lord bring you back. I'm the back. Abbot, Sergei, that ship has sailed. And that is precisely the problem. Shepard, please restrain Miss Isaacs. I'm not gonna fucking tie her up. I'm gonna approach Victoria and I'm gonna put her hands in my hands the same way that I did back at the vineyard. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You must hurt me with the truth, but do not comfort me with a lie. You are betrothed to Stradanya Vanzarovich. Please, you matter very much to me, to us. Might not seem that way right now, but I do care for you. Please tell me what you promised to Stradanya. Victoria, you promised that you would give her an answer. So you, she, you're technically not engaged. But she's a cocky motherfucker. So I mean, Victoria, and if you do value all of us as much as we value you, you will consent to magic. So we know that you are not lying to us. Consent to what? When I cast zone of truth. <laughs> I will choose to fail. I will tell you the truth. I are take you, a step are, in and I also fail. Are you choosing to fail? I'm choosing to fail. I'm choosing to fail. Okay. Now we can all speak freely and honestly, compelled by the Fire Lord himself. I have told you the truth. I've told you exactly how I feel. And I've told you what I've promised to her. Which frankly is not much. I wanted the choice to come back, and that is what she gave me. And so what, I am here. And what did you promise her? I promised that I would consider her offer. Offer of what? Which was what? A life with her. An eternity with her. And you even considered God, it for a second. Would you not? Do you value life so little that you wouldn't even consider it? I trust in Garrick's. Well, I do not. 
Garrix is not my god. Neither is Shredania. You've forgotten your own god. No. That's why I've not promised anything to her. Victoria, this whole time we have been in Barovia, what has Illmater done for us? What has Illmater done for you? We are only all here standing in this room because of Garrix, because of the Fire Lord. That is selfish and ignorant. And true. Not true. It's certainly true. It is, and I'm not a religious man, but we can't deny that you were corrupted by dark powers, and only the grace of Garrix brought us back from that ultimate evil. And I... brought you back from the brink of life, but, I mean, all the other things, the times that I've helped. Anything you've asked me to reveal, I've revealed for you with my God's power. Do you ignore that now? So what happens when we cross the threshold into Castle Ravenloft? Because the fucking Countess seems to think that you have some sort of arrangement. I have an idea. Please. You're not going to like it. Probably not. What better way to celebrate a wedding than to have her own brother in attendance? We go with you. Make it all seem okay. That we've accepted this as your future. And her brother walks you down the aisle. She wouldn't expect it. She'd be completely off her guard. And I feel like Sergei, as disappointed as he might be in you, this would be an opportunity for us to close that gap, bridge the family, and maybe, maybe restore some order in this land of chaos. This means a great responsibility would be put on your shoulders. I don't understand how far the ripples of your waves go. I don't know what you have promised. I don't know what you're not telling us. I am in the zone of truth. Have you not told us anything? Have you withheld anything from us? I've told you what I've promised her. What you've asked me, I have I've come clean to you about. Is I'm not will, trying to deceive you. Is your will your own? As much as it can be. Yes or no, is your will your own, Victoria? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> yes. I would say yes. Your will is your own, yes. Who do okay. you serve? I serve myself. I came here serving my own needs, and I will continue to do so. I took this opportunity to save my life. Have you prayed to Ilmater since... No, I haven't. Have you... What of that connection? Has that been severed? I don't know, to be honest. Have you... Would you like to try? I suppose I should. I don't think your plan is a bad one. I don't either. I was just hoping that we'd use Sergei as an ace in the hole. I don't want to reveal it too quick. And quite frankly, 
As much as this is going to fucking hurt. What about Irina? Because the second that Stradania sees Irina, Miss Victoria's going to get kicked to the curb. That's why Irina stays at the Abbey no matter what we do. She's protected by the grace of Sergei. Forever, presumably. Are we seriously entertaining the idea of a false wedding where we all attempt to deceive the Countess who sees all in Barovia? No, no, I'm not. Absolutely not. I'm not entertaining falsities. I'm just saying we got an ace in the hole, quite literally. We don't want to fuck around with it. We don't want to blow it too early. I think Khan is onto something. But we're not just going to waltz in like everything's, you know, hunky-dory. And we're going to pretend like we're going to have some sort of fucking wedding. Because it ain't happening. Either way, we need to go. Where do you want to go? We need to go back to Kresk. We need to check and make sure that nothing has happened in our absence. Arabelle has just lost her all the family she's ever known. It's a far journey. I saw them. Excuse me? I saw their souls. And I was out. Her family? Her family, yes. Well, they're certainly dead. Would you consider an audience with Sergei when we go back? Yes. I don't know that he'll be receptive to this. I don't even know if it's a good idea, to be honest, but... He might not have the reaction that you want, but he can provide us a great deal of information about his sister. Yeah. Ah, fuck. I'm not thinking fucking clearly. I'm I'm sorry, everybody. I, I ran into fucking Blinsky Grass last night. He fucking asked for you or some shit. He said he had something for us. I, I presume it's your bullshit you spent all your goddamn gold on. Jesus well, fucking Christ. Excuse me? <laughs> but it's not bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking debatable. The point is, I ran into the fucking creepy fuck, and he said he had something for us. I assume he meant you, and probably just didn't remember your name, knowing fucking Blinsky. We gotta head over there before we go anywhere. Is that fair? I mean, we don't all have to. I I just, I figured he's looking for Sarnax. I think Victoria would probably like some alone time to pray to Ilmater. We should also address the fact that the Vistani camp was filled with corpses, and we failed to address that last evening. What is there to address? Perhaps burning all of the bodies. The whole town's full of corpses, Sonic. They should be... much we can do. We, we, don't, we don't know their customs. We don't, we don't know what they want. We don't know what they do. I, look, I'm not opposed to the, the, the practical idea behind it, but I'm not trying to cause trouble. We're deep, deep in shit, Sarnax. I understand that. But this may be the last time that Victoria will have with her father. And as much as it is a possibility that you have turned to the darkness, I would not rob you of one final goodbye. That's fair. Sonics. 
But when we are ready to go, I can get us back to the Abbey in an instant. Oh. But we should check on the town. We should make sure everything is fine. Yes. Is the doll still on the windowsill? It is. I noticed this last night. We both did. I didn't want to invite it in. That could be one of Blinsky's creations. Still active. I'll open the window and hesitate for a second and then I'll grab the doll. Some fucking raven. You grab the doll. And is the moment your hand um, encases it, you immediately can hear the jingling of coins. This is very heavy. It is filled to the brim with something. Coin? Jewelry? Something inside. Just cut it open. I'm ready to fucking find fingers or some shit. I'll uh, turn it over and try to find a zipper or something and gently pry it. There are no zippers. Go over to the bed and tear it open and empty it out. You tear it open and you empty it out and tons and tons of gold is falling out of this. More gold than you should imagine could even fit inside of this doll. It's almost as if it does not stop. And finally, a letter floats down on top of it as you pick it up to read it. It is in a handwriting you've never seen before. And it reads, To the heroes of... Of Velaki. It is, this is a message from Blinsky, toy maker of Velaki, now town fully saved, was town due for destruction. Thank you for saving the village for me. Because of this, I have ransacked the Burgomaster's house. He was a horrible man. He can go to hell. He is dead now. We are burning him today, along with all of the villagers in town, at the uh, atop the Velaki Hill. Thankfully, I have a magical, wonderful wagon of toy destruction that is helping me to accumulate everything and do what needs to be done. Please... Come and join us if you would like. Say goodbye to those that are lost. Buy some more toys with your newfound monies. Whatever you choose to do. Also, easy key to the mansion. You may have it if you want. Mansion? Blinsky. I hand the gold to the professor. P.S. Don't forget the promise you made me. You need to see him. Uh, see him in the morning. I mean, I guess. You made a promise to him that... When and if you went to Castle Ravenloft, you would look for a certain person. That's right. Oh, Shepard has not forgotten person. about that. Shepard is super curious about it. Whether he's going to make good on the promise He's or not, like he's curious. Master maker. Yes. Okay. It's the, it's, there is a mechanical man of some sort who is Clock the creation of the best yes. one maker in all the world. Correct. Correct. I hand however much of the sum of gold that was to the professor. Okay. Uh, how much was it? 5,000 gold pieces. Okay. I will. So it seems he was doing what you wished to do, burning them all. Yes. He also fucking slaughtered the Burgermaster. Fuck. I wonder what happened to Isaac. Where the fuck his name was. I presume he was torn apart by the undead. Yeah, we, we, we you watched that happen. it happen. Watched it happen. Fuck, I remember now. No, Isaac, no, you did Isaac, not watch did that not happen. See. I wonder you, what happened to Isaac. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the Burgomaster. Well, I think we should... I, I mean, I would have thought that the Burgomaster would have felt protected by Isaac. Fuck. We should not delay. We should make sure the town is safe. Meet Linsky. Pay our respects. Pay our respects, if you'd like. And just the key, no deed, no bill of sale. 
This is worthless. We can't find this. Professor. Which mansion is this for the... The Burgomaster's mansion. Oh, okay. I thought the man in the walker house. No. Half the fucking city's burned down. Go for Miss Haller University. Why don't we just We could turn it into a museum. This place is a hell. Jesus. We just go check it out. That's it. We just need to get out of here. No more claiming. No more conquest. No more deeds. Just go check it out. Let us go to... Did it say what time of day... The, the burning was? No, just that they would be doing it. Well, I would say once you step out into the streets, you're able to see that there are multiple wagons, guards, um, those that remain um, are piling bodies onto the wagons as they're being wheeled out of town. You can see that their burning has already begun at the hill and they're just continually taking bodies and throwing them onto the pyre. Um, the villagers though they didn't talk about it much, they have experience with these kinds of things. They understand that the time is limited, that the bodies need to be to be burned, to, to protect those that are still living. We gotta find Blinsky. I told him we'd find him. Uh, again, Sarnax, this is on you, buddy. You gotta fucking take the lead here. But I told him we'd find him, so we gotta do it, all right? Very well. Let us say goodbye to Blinsky and the others. And allow Victoria some time with her father if he has not been turned to ash. And then we return to the mansion before we go. Very well. Quickly. Let us yes. go. I want to fall back to the back of the group and open the invitation again uh, from Stradania uh, and see if there's a date for the wedding. There is a. So I guess we'll proceed. Um, kind of with to with, where Blinsky said to go to wherever the this burning was it the, the hill the pyre you make your way out of town it takes you about forty five minutes to get from where you're at to the hill but you you make your way up there and you do see Blinsky's um, Blinsky's wagon it is a mishmash of all the toys that you can possibly remember from his shop and all of them are activated doing. A multitude of things. Some of them are chopping fire and you see that other wagons are taking it and delivering it back into town to provide the townsfolk with um, wood for their for their hearths. Um, you see a giant, um, what looked like at some point was a the, the toy of a hag in her cauldron, but the cauldron has been turned into a soup pot and there are um, there are people ladling soup out to those that are here. Um, all multitude of things that this wagon is doing. Um, and you see Blinsky there at the head of it all wearing a strange uh, rough approximation of a jester's costume, the monkey on his shoulder. Like a real monkey? Yeah, he had a real monkey. The same monkey that we saw. Octavio's monkey. Octavio, yeah. Uh, Blinsky, we have arrived as you had requested of Shepard. Oh, it, it is good to see you. I left your prize on your windowsill. Thank you. I flinged it up with this contraption. And you see as he points behind him and he's got a, a small catapult. And you see that there is a doll, a mechanical doll that is manning it. And it is flinging things this way and that. Thank you. We've received it, and we are very grateful for your donation. Yeah, okay. Would you like to buy some more toys, Lizardman? Have, has my last custom order been delivered? Whether it has been delivered or knows, really, but I do know that it has been in transit. <laughs> it is 
the best I can hope for, I suppose. Hopefully the uh, farrier is not dead. <laughs> I will check on the status of my shipment, and if it has arrived and I am pleased, perhaps I will consider another another uh, shipment. That would be lovely. A lot of the shop took some significant damage, and any money would like to provide Dublinsky is money to make toys for the children. And he looks completely ridiculous in the jester hat. There are on either side a bell on each of the pieces, and every time he talks and moves his head, they jingle. And it's a it's a strange juxtaposition with the entire pyre behind him burning bodies. I thank you for your skilled craftsmanship, and it heartens me to see you have survived the onslaught of Lady Walker. We do not have much time in this city, in this village. However, uh, unfortunately, our traveling companion, Victoria, lost her father in the onslaught, and she wishes to pay her last respects before his body is returned to the soil of the earth. All those that were unclaimed were burned this morning. I see. Would that include all of the Dusk Elves? We started at the Vilaki camp. He looks to Victoria. My condolences in your loss. Thank you. But you may approach the pyre if you'd like to say words. I'll go up and just kind of stare down into the pyre. For a bit. You do that. Do you have any luck, Star next? Is your toys? The toys should hopefully be at the Abbey. They are considered adult figurines. Well, fucking. They're collectibles. Of course they are. I bet. I I have collected the ones I found to be appealing to me. Oh, yep. Great, Star next. I'm real happy for you. Fuck. There is a huge market for these things. I'm sure. Uh, professor. The resale value on the ones that are limited edition is actually quite lucrative. Grand. Professor, just, yes. you know, be careful with how much money you give fucking Sarax. God. I'll step up to the burning bodies, and if there has been any area where they finished burning and there's a pile of ash, I'll pull out a, a seed. And I'll just step forward and say, this flame that consumes you is a light for all of the lost and the weak. And there is comfort and strength in returning to the soil of the earth. May you become a great and mighty tree and raise your limbs to the sky. Rest well. I'll plant a single seed and I'll back up. You do this. I'll take out my blade and step forward and just draw a symbol for peace and calligraphy with my naginata and the ash on the ground and peace and longevity in the afterlife and then I'll step away and join the rest. I will uh, turn to Blinsky and I'll hold the key up and I'll say do you have the right to give this mansion to us? the garden down. They told me I could give it to you if you wanted it. You have done a great service to the village. They have not given you rights to be burgomaster, but you can at least take the place. I did go through it, tore it piece from piece, 
and rounded up everything that was in there. I gave that to you all, except for things I could use in my shop, of course, like little trinkets and springs and nuts and bolts. Uh, are you saying there's no reason for us to give it a once-over? You could if you want to, but there's really no reason to. The only things in there of real interest are Isaac's creepy room and the uh, strange room that the son used to sleep in. But all other ones were fine. What of uh, Lady Wachter's house? What of it? It, it was burned to the ground this morning. A mob of angry villagers put a torch to it. What of the Burgum? What of Isaac? What of the Burgomaster's family? Did they all perish? He looks sad for a moment, and then he smiles bright. Well, the wife was torn limb from limb by vampire spawn. Isaac has not been seen uh, since he was crying and running from the house when the entire uh, when the streets became filled with zombies. And uh, the little boy was quite a shit, but um, I have not seen him. There is no sign of him. Doesn't mean he's actually dead. Certainly doesn't mean the he little boy never dead. Lived, he never left the room, as far as I know, so he may still be in the house. Ah, fuck. You didn't check every room. No, I you? tore it limb from limb and I did not see him there, so maybe he's hiding in his room, I don't know. He was not there when I looked. Ah, Professor, now we gotta go look. Yes, we should. We, we we can't just, we just can't walk away. I agree. Well, thank you for this. And hopefully this holds up in a court of law once this is all over. The court of what? Do you have legal standards in Barovia? Or? Yes, of course. The Burgomaster. Oh, well. Do you feel better now? Yes, I do. I do. It's something. Okay. And I'll put, the, I'll put the key back in my coat. Um, Will a new one be elected? No, not elected. It is all based on bloodlines and family. Once we go through the book to find out who is the closest related to the Burgomaster, we will um, put him into power, regardless of uh, his ability to do the job. So, It is what it is, but in the meantime, we have toys. I mean, adult action figures. Thank goodness for that. Do you have any that could help us against, you know... I just point to the sky. You want to fly or something? She hates birds. Any like slingshots or anything like that? Oh, sure. He reaches into his pocket and hands you a slingshot. There you go, Karma. Thanks. I'll give this to her. That will be two gold. I give you two gold. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, the two gold pieces. I'll be. I was going to ask if you had anything to help us that... I mean, your toys, it's quite helped the battle and saved a lot of people and you're able to hold up the defenses of your home with them if there's anything that true. would be able to help us against Ronnie. no no we don't say that name here today I was great spending time with you you should probably do your new house I think so good day good day good day and thank all you all will be well <laughs> oh that's yes. too soon damn it it is probably too soon <laughs> So what now? You might want to wait to open that one. We're just gonna head right to the Burgermaster's house then. We got nothing else, right? But if there's a young child trapped in there, hiding in there, we should at least. We just gotta be careful if we accidentally round a corner and find Isaac. We know he has great power, so we should confirm that he's either dead or gone. Sure. Sure. Alright. Let's go. 
All right. So we'll start going to the mansion. You quickly make your way through the village and to the mansion itself. And for the sake of brevity, it's my favorite sentence, you... You you were easily able to enter the mansion. It is clean, well kept, well kept, and you can see that there was a scuffle here at the front, where it looks like the burgomaster and his wife were pulled against their will from the house. Jesus. And as you make your way through the rooms, it's easy to tell um, where Blinsky looked, and that he did a really a really nice job of turning this place upside down, inside out, to make sure that it was uh, completely um, completely cleaned out. There are only two rooms, the two Blinsky mentioned to you, that seem to draw your attention. The first one being Isaac's room. And as you get to it, you open the door, you look in, dolls. This room is full of pretty little dolls with powder white skin and dark hair. Some of them dress beautifully, others plainly. Some of the dolls fill a long bookshelf and others are arranged in neat rows on wall-mounted shelves. Still, others are piled atop a bed and a heavy wooden chest. What's most odd is that all of the dolls, apart from their clothing, look the same. They all look like Irina Kolyana. Mm -hmm. Looking around the room, there is no sign of Isaac. You do see a couple of spots where there once had been dolls, but they are missing. And in their in their place is a small, uh, is a letter in a small um, shaky scrawl. To the castle, we'll find her, must find her. He's gone. To Ravenloft, no doubt. Yes. Sure, we'll see him again. So what, does he think Irina went to Ravenloft? And he's going after her. He's obsessed. Of course. I think we can all presume what will happen to him there. Yes. We should keep looking for the child, though. Let us continue. Professor, lead the way. So I guess we'll keep going through the house, investigating and looking for any signs of... You continue and you find the the main room with the, the beautiful trappings of the Burgomaster. And you get to a point where you begin to wonder if it's nothing but talk that he had a son. There are no signs of a child here, no paintings with a Burgomaster and his wife as well as a child. But you continue to look, the last place to inspect the attic. You make your way up the dilapidated wooden stairs. You do find yourself in what appears to be a large storage area, a small room off to the side, a rune etched into the front. And it looks to have some sort of glyph inscribed on the door. What is this? Do I recognize it? Uh, Roll an arcana check. Great. Twelve? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> but looking at it, you do notice something. Someone has carved a large skull into the door. And hanging from the doorknob is a wooden sign that reads, All is not well. And as you listen, you can hear a young man's voice from beyond. Though the words are unintelligible. 
Hey, 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 we can't. We can't leave. There's somebody in there. Hey, it sounds like somebody young. We can't. What is this? Can we get through this? Can you can you handle this? Why don't you lead, Trevor? N- me? Yes. Uh, well, call out. Just knock. There, there's a glyph on the door. I I, I thought this was your realm. Can I mean, I'll knock it? if you don't think my arm's going to get fucking blown off. I, and instead of knocking, I'm just going to say, hey, hey, can you hear me in there? We're here to help. You can hear, um, you can hear the voice. It's continuing to speak, but it, standing where you're standing, uh, it's hard to it's hard to understand. You feel like you'd have to lean in a little bit more. You'd have to actually try to listen to the words. I, I can't hear them. And, and and if you if you think this 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 door's okay to touch, I'll, fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm gonna take out the slingshot that I just purchased. I'm gonna load it up and I'm just gonna fling it at the wall and have the ball roll back to me. Then I'm gonna fling it back and try to like knock on the door, basically. You do that, and it doesn't seem to have any effect on the chanting on the inside. All right, fuck it. I take my head off. I put my head up. I I don't believe so. Uh, I need you to make a investigation. No, not an investigation check. An intelligence check. Me? Yes. Oh, Oh, my. Or an arcana check. An arcana check. That's even worse. As I'm just trying to listen to the fucking door? Oh, boy. That's not good. You idiot. Thank you. (laughs) Got a 10. Excuse me. You listen, and it sounds like, like magic words. But you're not a caster. You, you you don't you don't work with the weave the way Clayton does or even Sarnax does. This is not something you can fully understand. Having heard it, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna again kinda like keep with my hand up against the door like, hey, hey, we're just trying to help and I'm gonna try the handle if there is one. Um, I need you actually no, you just take this damage. Yes. Thank you, Professor Damn. Fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't do it. Oh, my. Oh, you <laughs> have Professor Fuckface, they no. call him. You're right. You're right. Fate the Beagles. The Beagles are cursed. Uh, 29 points of lightning damage. Okay, so I'm basically ricocheted from the fucking door. Shepard, are you as okay? I scream, fuck you, Professor. But in doing <laughs> so, the door does come open. And you look inside <laughs> and you see as I'm smoldering. <laughs> you you look inside and you see that someone has taken old mismatched furniture and created a study in this dusty lamplit cha- ta- chamber. Tables are strewn with pieces of parchment on which strange diagrams are drawn, and a freestanding bookshelf holds a collection of bones. A dusty rug covers the floor in front of a pine box on which lounges a skeletal cat. Several more skeletal cats skulk about. Most unnerving of all is the sight of three small children standing with their backs to you in the northeast corner of the room. (laughs) You son of a bitch! I, I told you to shut the fucking door! Well, I, I didn't notice anything. Damn oh, it! Fucking very... God damn it, Shepard, do this! Shepard, do that! Uh, Fuck children! You. There's kids. Children, I'll call out to them and see if they react. Uh, they make no motion. Uh, something's wrong. Yeah, something's real fucking wrong. Maybe so my heart's dogs. fucking palpitating. 
Professor, can you do your magic business and see if Uh, something's wrong here? I would need some time, but... What kind of fucking time? 11 minutes, so like one minute and Uh, I undraw judgment and holding my fucking battered frame, I walk (gasps) in the fucking door. Why why is this familiar? I'll walk in behind him. Hey! Try to shout out the kids again. Hey, are you all right? Is everything all right? Shepard, why don't you relax a moment? You (laughs) seem not well. Yeah, I'm fucking, I got fucking cooked like a goddamn goose. Just sit a minute and rest. I'm not sitting. Hey, hey, are you all right? Kids, listen, can you hear me? Does the chanting seem to be coming from them? It has completely stopped. Oh. And they're facing away from us? Mm -hmm. Is there a window? They're sitting in... Uh, three wooden chairs facing the wall. Oh, fuck. Are they all just next to each other, mm-hmm. or are they in, in a line formation? Uh, and there's no uh, windows uh, in here? Uh, not that you... Well, I mean, there are windows, but they, they have uh, dark curtains over them. This is at the very top of the attic. Uh, I'm going to walk over to the middle chair, mm-hmm. kneel down, and put my hand on a shoulder and try to turn the chair around. You kneel down, put your hand on the shoulder, and it feels cold and stiff. As you turn the chair around, you see that this is but a facsimile of a child. Simply a wooden doll dressed in old, moth-eaten children's clothing. No! Fuck. It's just a doll. Yeah, but the chanting stop. I I, I heard chanting before I got fucking blasted at goddamn Garrix's homeland. I I fucking heard it. Hello, is anyone there? Anyone? Do I see anything else moving or anything else in the room? You do not. You, you, you can't do anything. You're, you're going to let me get fucking cooked, and you can't do anything. Well, I'll take a look around, uh, and I'm going to start kind of going through to see what kind of spellcaster might be, be in this space, what kind of magic the trap might have been, to sort of kind of do, do a once-over of the room. Uh, I, looked, I, looked I want you all to roll a perception check, and I want you to... Uh, Ooh, and then I want you to funny. roll an arcana check for me. Thank you. 20 plus... Uh, 22. I got a 24. I also got a 24. I'm going to turn to Sarnax and be like, I I, I feel like I'm losing my mind here. Is this not the first day we fucking spent in this world? What's going on? What? I think you should have a seat, and I'll put my hand on his, uh, like, this may sting a bit. (laughs) And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Uh, perception is 16, or, yeah, 16, Ooh. and Arcana is 20, uh, 6. And you got a 20 on perception? Uh, Perfect. 24. So, you are, as you, as you begin to walk around and look, you head towards the, um, towards the spell book open in the very center of the room, and you notice that there is a sigil etched into the ground on the floor. The rest of you notice, faintly at first, the chanting. Small childlike voice, but it's darting all around, as if a child is running throughout this room and it is not stopping as it chants and chants and chants. Clayton, you are standing uh, on top of the circle and you begin to read through the spell book. And you realize that this is a horribly flawed approximation of a spell of a spell for the teleportation circle. And as you read through it, you see that it is held together. It's bits of pieces of other spells, but parts of it missing. And in a small childlike scrawl, you see where this person had attempted to to use their own um, ideas to 
to fill it out. And as you read through it, it dawns on you, if whoever this is finishes this cast, this will not teleport you anywhere, but would potentially kill you outright. This is dangerous. This is mishmash. This is real arcane magic. What is it? Whoever was doing this clearly doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, what do you mean? You should like, probably get rid of it immediately, Professor. We just burned the book, right? I mean, if that's a problem... Whose book is this? I'm about to burn it. I'm going to pick up the book. and I'm Get gonna... away from the sigil, Professor. I'll back up from the sigil. Last chance before it's you, gone. You look down at your feet. The sigil encompasses most of this room. We should get out of the room now. Yeah, I'm going to back up. I'm going to start working my way out of the room, slowly backing my way towards the door we came in. Is there any reaction from the three dolls that are on the chairs when he picks up the book? <laughs> they all. What do they look like? Do they look the same, or are they different kind of? They look looking? to be roughly the same. Okay. Is there anything uh, clothing-wise about them? Any patches? Anything that would stand out? They just tattered old children's clothes. I'm gonna write the chair again so it faces forward, uh, and I'll join everyone else outside the room. Uh, I, I mean, Professor, it's, it's not worth it. Just, you know, uh, if we can destroy the book, it's fine, right? I mean, danger's no good, we just, we gotta- What were they trying to teleport to? Did I get a sense of that? No. Destination? Is there anything else in no. the room worth looking at? And did I find anything else? Yeah. No, you did not. Look, you don't have to destroy it, but yeah, I mean, you said yourself, it's dangerous, right? It's not worth... Was this the Burgomaster, his son, Isaac? It must have been his son. Perhaps he attempted to teleport away, and in doing so, died instantly, if what you just said is true. Maybe he was trying to leave Perhaps. Perhaps. And as, as you say this, the room is awash in pure, near-white blue light as the teleportation circle is activated. You hear a... The sound of a scream, a faint childlike scream, and the thud of a body. I look around to see if there's anything on the ground. You look into the room and you see, towards the edge of the room, a small boy in haphazard wizard robes, seems to have been made by himself, holding another copy of the spell book that you hold in your hands. The page it's on, on one side, Greater invisibility. On the other, teleportation circle. What the fuck happened? Having finished the chant, he activated the magic, hoping to teleport out. But as you knew when you read, the circle was not complete. It would not work that way. And instead, it took his life. What the fuck? <gasps> well. Oh, no. I immediately run up to the kid. Just remove the book. Did he not hear my words when I told The room is warm, the magic still lingering in the air. His body is still warm in your hands. Fuck! The life gone from his eyes. And as you look down at him, you can see that this was, it's unmistakable, the son of the Burgomaster. Sigon. I, I think, I... He's dead, yes, yes. I even said it aloud. He's it a child, Professor. Well, can't you, can you do anything to bring him back? Not me. Sonix? Lay him down, quickly. In this room? Let's get out of the room in case it explodes again. 
Yes. Come back, foolish child. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, use one of my crystals and cast Revivify on him. Holy shit. What an awful idea. <laughs> you... I didn't, you take the crystal and you place it onto his chest and you begin to channel the spell. And you wait. And you wait. Nothing happens. It failed. I would say right. you having cast the magic would know. I rolled to see if it would. His soul choo- chooses not to return to the body. Wow. This is another one of Stradanya's interventions. No, it is not. It seems as if he did, the soul did not wish to return. Clayton, I want you to make an intelligence check. Little guy? Would he rather die in a world where his parents were devoured by zombies and skeletons? This kid's smarter than I am. Thirteen. You are almost unfazed by this as you flip through this book and you see it's not just a spell book, but it's also a journal and you see scrawlings in here. The suggestion spell worked. I used it to convince the maid to come upstairs. The teleportation, the teleportation spell is still ineffective. I've disposed of her remains outside. I'm making a few adjustments. I will query the butler up to my room tomorrow. We'll see if it works then. And it goes on. Pages and pages of servants that have been that have been sacrificed to this teleportation service. Holy fuck. Documents of of cats that have been dug up from behind Vochter House and animated. Talks of names given to the three dolls in the corner. Every time a spell doesn't work, they need to be punished. Ineffectual wizard children. There was something strange. You eventually get to a page. They want me to marry the ugly Wachter girl, Stella. I invited her to my room. I knew that the spell wasn't ready yet. Her mind will never be the same. <gasps> ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. I'm sorry to inform you all that this child wasn't quite innocent. And I'll tell all that. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Uh, What the fuck are we doing? So he tried to cast suggestion on her. The spell wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he cast suggestion on all these people to bring them up into the room to try the circle and they kept dying. To try the circle? Yes. Well, no, so there was another spell. He didn't mention what the spell was. He but just he said he knew his spell just right. like wasn't ready, but he tried it on her anyway, and then it broke her Holy mind. Forgotten that this child was why Stella is how she is. So much has happened. Fuck. To think I would have used the power of my god to bring such an evil soul back. I am glad it did not work. It was also fate. I rolled a five on whether his soul would come back, so... I was like, oh, it'll be fun if they res him and he gets to yell at them. <laughs> or be evil. Evil kid. To think I thought for a moment that this was our doing and not his own comeuppance. Garrix, I will not be so foolish. Forgive me. 
I think I think we had every reason to to pity the poor boy. We've seen so many children die yes. Yes. since we've been here. Don't I blame yourself so much. Nothing is as it seems here, and I wish to leave. I wish to burn this mansion to the ground, and I wish to return to the abbey, so we may then begin our process of burning Ravenloft to the ground. Agreed. We don't waste another fucking second. I don't believe we burn it to the ground. Let's return it to the city. Let's find the guard captain, give him the key, and he can do with what the mansion what he will. It's been so much loss already. It's just a building. Let us go find the town guard captain immediately, and we will return to the grove. What of this boy's body? Leave it. They will know what to do. So we'll see. We'll seek out the. That's sort of everything in the yeah. house. Yeah, you're you're easily able to find the captain of the guard and return the key. He seems a little um, confused as to why you would return a mansion to him, but he doesn't. He doesn't press you, and he has uh, other pressing matters at hand. As we all step away, and I'll look at everyone, and I'll say, "Are you all ready to return to the abbey?" Yeah. yeah. Yes. To the Grove of the Morning Lord, and now Grove of Garrix. Very well, let me see how this works. Let me turn to page Damn. five in the handbook. Gather all around my lantern. Gather all around me in a tight circle. Garrix, return us to the sanctuary. The foothold of your renewal I have planted in Barovia. And then a flame will whip around and and we will all appear in the grove of uh, Agarics that I set up. You are able to, to utilize this power to move you from one place to the next. The sun feels warm on your skin as it breaks through the cloud cover here. The light of the Morning Lord shining peacefully down on the on the city of Krez. The Abbey of St. Markovia is beginning to shine in the sunlight. Cleaning, restoration has been done on it, and it looks so much better than when you left. Almost the way you would expect it to look at its height. You make your way out of the grove and up the winding path that leads to the Abbey. People are bustling around here. Villagers of Krez are tending to the gardens. You see that the scarecrows out there have been um, have been renewed and revigorated. That growth has already begun in the now fertile soil. You make your way through. People nod and smile at you. Thank you as you go this way and that. They're pleased to see you back. As you find yourselves ushered into the main room of the abbey, the abbot, sitting behind a desk, furiously writing away. He raises his hand in recognition of you, but continues back to what he's doing. As you see Arabelle, off to the corner, sitting on Irina's lap, crying into her bosom. Irina, slowly petting her hair as she shushes her and holds on to her. Sergei, kneeling next to her, one hand on her back as they both try to comfort her. They do not seem to notice you as you walk in. <clears throat> Immediately, you see Arabelle's head jolt up. Her eyes widen. 
as she begins to wipe the tears from her face and she pushes at Irina and jumps up. She straightens her dress and she begins to try to choke back the tears, but she can't as they spill out of her face and she lets out at a full run directly into you. She crashes into your legs, Clayton, and she wraps her arm around them. I know what happened. I know. I saw it. I know it. I know what happened. You cannot tell me it didn't happen. I know. You want to lie to me. I know you do, but you will not lie to me. I want to go to my room. Let me go now. Get me a new doll and a bigger pool. And I want a treehouse. And I also want a pink cake. Uh, I know, you Can know. Can I have a tiara, please? You know everything, yes, and I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm I am sorry not about strong everything. enough for what is happening. You're stronger than you know. Clayton, I am not strong enough. I am but a wee little thing. I am too young for this pain. You have great power, and you need to learn how to use it I and control it. Him. I know, but I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I was not ready for him to go. You have other family? I don't have anyone. Well, you can... This is your family. And I'll look around. You have us. You have us, child. We'll never leave you. But you are not the same. None of you will ever be the same. I will never be the same. Your gift, unfortunately, comes with incredible power, and I can't even begin to fathom what you've seen. But please, a tiara, more toys, a bigger pool, whatever. Please let me know, and I, I, I will, I will do it again. I don't want to sleep anywhere but that bed from now until always. All right. Do you promise? And she looks up at you, her eyes wide as tears stream out of them. Will you make sure I am always safe? This is a dangerous world, but I will do what I can. I promise. I promise. And she turns and wipes her face as she turns to look at you, Victoria. Did he look okay when you saw him in the shadows? Yes, dear. Did he say that he missed me? It was a short time that I saw him. They are okay. And they will wait for you. And I will see them again. Yes. But now we have to be better than we were yesterday and the day before. Because if we are not, we cannot win. And we have to win now for them. For all those that sacrificed for us to do what needs to be done. She is scared. She's angry. I've never heard, I've never felt her feel like this. She knows it's coming. She knows the end is coming. Child, and I'll step forward. 
You were stronger than I was yesterday. We were unable to stop anything that happened. All of the darkness, all of the loss. You should feel heartened that there was nothing any of us could have done. You are very strong and you will be stronger than all of us. And you will see that when we put an end to all of this and spare the wayward souls that are trapped here. My heart is broken for my daddy, but I am not the only one who's lost. And he will live on in me always. And we will free them from whatever curse afflicts this land. I promise you that. And you can stay in the mansion as long as you would like. I will stay there, at least for now. I'll walk up to her and get down on, I'll squat down so I'm her height. If I could carry half the burden and sorrow that you do, I would. I feel your pain. I hope that the memories of your father will make you stronger, make us stronger, for he was an inspiring, fierce man. And I was honored to meet him. He will live on in my memory, long after I am gone. I will tell stories of him, of his greatness, when I make it home. And she reaches out and she grabs your hand. That would be beautiful. But also you have bags under your eyes because I don't think you're sleeping well and it's not a good look. So, like, just wanted to tell you, though, because it's, like, real bad. A little bit, so. She needs rest. (laughs) We all need some rest. rest, Yeah, Yeah, I'm really tired. I didn't sleep last night at all. Join the club. Let's get you into your bed, shall we? Yeah, okay. Do you want to wear some pajamas, Carla? You know, Arabelle, uh, it is not quite my bedtime yet, but I will heavily consider that when it is. Irina, Sergey, uh, how are things here? Any Um, attacks? You see that at this point, um, they were watching you, but they hadn't gotten up. They were allowing Arabelle this moment to talk to you and to be with you and this, this emotional change that she needed. And as you address them, they both stand up and you see as Sergey reaches down his hand and helps Irina to her feet and they begin to walk towards you. Well... It's been a rough couple of days, and she tussles Arabelle's hair, and she looks to you, Kana. It's not just you. She's doing it to us all. I have horrible bags under my eyes as well. Don't I, Arabelle? You do, there's nothing I can do about it. You stayed up all night, totally not my fault. You chose to do that, and now you look hideous, but like a really pretty hideous for someone who's looking like you currently. Arba, I will promise you another sleepover and maybe we can put cucumbers on her. Yes, I will like that, but I want to go in there right now. Just one moment. We need to have a talk. 
with, with, with the, the, the grown-ups and then we so can I all grow in. So I get to be there, though, to talk about it because, you know, Absolutely. now I'm a grown-up, too. Just let her get in the case. Lucas should be able to handle her. All right. I will handle Lucas. He does what I want. That's true. Magnificus and my case That's why I like him so much. Flat to the ground and open up. And the stairwell will be uh, inside the case. She walks to the door and she kind of flounces for the first time you see her, almost showing a bit of her, her true personality. And she stops and she looks around at all of you. And though she doesn't smile, you can still see the sadness is gripping her. She looks up at you. Thank you for the little bit of comfort this will bring me. Anything else? If you need me, you know where to find me. Of course. So you said bigger pool, uh, bigger toys, or more toys? What was it? Tiara? Something about uh, a pancake. Anything you can do. And I really want the tree house, but like really high up with a swing. It'll be on the, ro- on the roof. I can get onto the roof? Yes, there's now a stairwell from your bedroom. I did for this. I'm going there right now. Oh, please. Wait, wait, we can't lie on the roof. Um, what if she hurts herself? She can. But, um, she'll be fine. Could you put a photo of my of my daddy by my bed? Of course. It's done. Okay. Lucas, I'm coming. Bye. Look, <laughs> she walks down the stairs. You hear the door Lucas slam. Lucas, speed, <laughs> my man. Well, that is. I will say the first I've seen even the hint of a smile from her, let alone uh, what amounted to a small amount of joy. She needs training. I can't imagine the, imagine the suffering that she's gone through being able to see what she can see. I will not, I could not begin to describe in words what it was like to be near her when it was happening. You think there's any chance that Madame Ava is still alive? Doing all right? I we don't still deliver her. I don't know. I, I could, didn't see her in, in the shadows. I didn't know. I could check. I could look just into the ju- crystal ball. I just want to make sure. That's all. I, I don't want the whole trip to be for nothing. Well, there is something, some news I must break to you, and I hate to be the one to do it, so please don't be upset with me. You know, I don't have magical abilities. I couldn't have stopped it. What is it? Well, your friend, Von Richten. Well, he took the girl, and he left. Good. No, Arabelle is in... I forgot Esmeralda's name, I'm sorry. Yes, his daughter. Well, back to his tower, I mean... I believe, as Esmeralda is of Estoni, their plan is to leave Barovia. He said that for the first time, and as long as he could remember, his sole purpose was not that of hunting, hunting the monsters that live in the shadows. That can't be right. No, no, no. To heal the ones within. Do you know for certain that was him? I... No, for certain it was him. Sergei can confirm, and you see as Sergei places a hand on Irina's shoulder and he nods at you. I'm with Sarnax. This, this sounds like good news. Let him get to safety. Let him be gone. Why is that good news? The the the, the cards, our fate, is, is intertwined with Von Richten. 
I think that we've already mixed ourselves up with Von Richten enough. Perhaps he, our he, fates have changed. He's helped us immensely. Well, yeah, I, I mean, do, you friends. said it yourself. You, you I, can't see forever into the future, right? I do believe that it's this not- is partially my fault. Why? I sat up with him one night while Esmeralda was getting care in the infirmary. We had a long talk. And he told me of his plan. The pain in him was so deep at feeling the loss of his daughter. And I asked him, but why? If all you have in this world, the only thing that brings you joy is that girl and you have her back, why would you risk cutting your time short? I didn't realize the implication that would have, but I believe he took me at my word. He chose a life with his family over that of hunting monsters. I don't think you made a mistake. Listen, Professor, I think that, that having him as an ally would have been great, but, but he was not up to par. He was not himself. She he did him a, a service. He was a broken man. It's the best thing that he could do is to take his loved one and get the fuck out of this plane. But the cards. The cards have already been fulfilled, Professor. This he, land feeds on suffering of those. Any, any person who can escape is one less person it can feed upon. Our reading said that we would find a great ally in defeating the beast, the darkness of Barovia, of Stradania. It was von Richten that led us to the Amber Temple. It is the am- at the Amber Temple that we found the true nature of the darkness, which we learned even more about in the hut of Babalai Saga. Without him, we would not have been on the trail of defeating the Countess. He has fulfilled his fate. Allow him respite. Allow him joy. Perhaps we can finish this, and perhaps some of us can experience that same joy. Do we know if he can even make it out of Barovia? We knew that Esmeralda could. Is he a Vistani? If, if, if the Vistani grant him passage, and they're not gonna block him, they might, they might escort him out. Esmeralda had said her plan was to grant him passage, to bring him back to Avantris. Well, there it is. So the, it. You, you knew the Vistani had talked to you about this. They were not willing to anger Strahd. They can go in and out and bring whoever they wish. Okay. Taking someone out of Barovia would have incurred the ire of Strahd, and they knew that their life and those of their, of their loved ones would be forfeit. Esmeralda doesn't have that baggage. She the only person she cares about is... So she escapes. Van Richten. So she, as long as she can make it past the border, they could leave. And Strahd okay. can't get her once she's gone. Irina. Once she's gone. Thank Sonics. you for having that conversation. I, it, was, it was going to be the first thing I was to do here. Well, to implore him to leave. I regret that I took the final goodbye from you. I do not wish to say farewell. Every day he lingered, every day Esmeralda lingered, was one more day, one more possibility of them losing that escape. He did say before he left that he had no doubt you would su- that you would accomplish your task here that he was not willing to say goodbye. I asked him if he wanted to leave a letter. Esmeralda tried to convince him to do so. He would not. He said now was not the time for goodbyes. He would see you on the other side of Barovia. And he had no doubt of that. And when you do, you are welcome in his home as family. And you know what? Worst case scenario, 
It wouldn't be the first person I didn't get a goodbye with, and some things are better off without goodbyes. But I'm glad to hear he's got faith in us, because I do too. He's always confident. And I think everything's gonna be all right, Professor. You look a little rattled, but you're gonna be all right. I know this isn't playing out the way you may have hoped. It isn't. Well, you have, have to adapt. I had faith because of the cards, because of the fortune, the the divination. It, 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 it all of it matters. You don't think that one out of five is 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 is, is enough to, to derail us? Well, perhaps Sarnax is right. Perhaps he fulfilled his purpose. But if we're going to uh, to to see Madame Eva anyway, perhaps she could do another reading. Perhaps. And she could she could tell us. Our, our, our new fortune. Perhaps this this will all. Maybe this is all part of the cards. And you're right. Divination is not perfect. It's not. But I've never seen a reading like what she did, and how true it came. Every card along the way we fulfilled, it all came true. I've never seen anything so uncanny, so accurate. Well, she didn't foresee our deaths. And we're not dead yet. I'm still standing. And as long as I can put one foot in front of the other, I'm going to keep moving. All right? All right. Well, what's next? Shit. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm pretty tired. I'm just staring at Victoria, and then I'm just kind of glancing at uh, Sergey. At some point, I need to get some rest. And then I guess we need to try to get the girl to Madame Ava. I mean, that was our plan. Yes. We get the girl to Madame Ava, and then we, we 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 launch our assault on Castle Ravenloft. That was it. That was always the plan. And we go through the front door. Have an invitation now. Yeah, why not? Kick the doors right off the goddamn entrance. The catacombs will be heavily guarded, I'm sure, if she's uncovered what we did. There's no she doubt. She certainly has. Although I would like to consult with Sergei. Sergei, I'll turn to him. <laughs> Apologies for discussing strategy invading your rightful home without you. Do you have time to discuss battle strategy? He smiles at you, and you see as he is slowly running his hand down Irina's hair. He squeezes her shoulder. Would you like to join us, or would you like to retire for this evening? And she looks up at him and smiles. I'm exhausted. I have not slept taking care of Arabel. If you are fine, she looks up at him again, makes eye contact. Could you do this without me? I will relay the information to you in the morning. Get some sleep. I will. It is lovely seeing you all. If I do not see you before you depart, know that I could not have been happier to find friends like you. That I am lucky to be able to say that I've traveled, that I've adventured, that I've slain things, the likes of you. And that though it is small, that my part in this story was nonetheless a part in this story. Thanks. I wish you all the best. And if you're here in the morning, I will say it all over again. Over breakfast. Likewise. She reaches out and she shakes your hand. A critical part of the story. And the story is not over yet. She 
blushes faintly. Oh, Sonics. Good night, then. Good night, all of you. Sweet dreams. Before you go, have you heard word from home? I wrote to my brother recently. I have not received word from him. But with the upheaval all around Barovia, I'm not surprised. It's not been long enough that I am feeling any sense of unease, and Arabelle has been keeping her eyes open to his fate. As you've heard, Velaki is in ruin. Many have died. I just worry for the fate of Barovia village. Sounds like she, as do I. Arabelle doesn't believe that the same fate has befallen Not your home. as of yet. But we need to kill her soon. And we will. Good, Good night, then. Good night, Irina. Good night. She makes her way out of the room, and you see that as she leaves, the abbot also gets up and nods at all of you. Doesn't say anything. He's different now that he's been changed. Ethereal. He speaks very little, but he does smile and the room fills with a warm light. He casts his hand to the side and the hearth erupts in radiant fire. And the room warms and is comfortable as he too makes his way out of the room and heads up the stairs. Abbott, one moment. He stops and turns his head to you. Do you have a moment to speak in private after we are done discussing with Sergei? I wish to Seek your counsel. I would speak to you upstairs, if you wish. I thank you. I will come find you when we are done here. You may let yourself in. Thank you, Abbot. Good evening. And he makes his way out of the room. Shall we get going? To be honest, he makes me a little queasy when he speaks. Let's sit. You plan to ransack my home? We plan to free your home from your sister. It was never really my home. The lands outside of Barovia were my home. My mother never even made it to the castle. So do you not care for this land at all? I care for the people in this land. I care for the land itself. The castle was where I lost the love of my life. It was where I lost my life. And it was where my family crumbled in front of me. I hold no love for Castle Ravenloft. Will you aid us? I will. I have thought about this long and hard. I have told I, I've told Irina what I plan to do. She understands what we all have ahead of us. I will be there. Does she truly understand? As much as she can. I understand. It will be dangerous, I'm sure you know. Your sister is very powerful, and we might not all make it back. In fact, that is likely. 
I'm all too familiar of how powerful my sister is. I have fallen at her hand. Victoria, I do not wish to speak on your behalf. You do have some information that may be beneficial. She brought me back. From where? From death. I see. A promise on the table, which I haven't accepted yet. A promise of what? I don't know exactly. Life for me, but I don't know what that means for everyone else. I take out the invitation and I just slide it across the table. She has turned her sights to someone new. Do you know her? Do you truly know her? I don't know how to answer that. When how do she you know was alive, when you know she was fierce, wild, beautiful, strong. She was my best friend. And this now? land changed her. It made her dark. The girl I grew up with. I would give anything to see that girl happy, in love. What she has become. I cannot wish for happiness for that. I would not wish what she has become on anyone. And if you can find yourself enamored with a creature of darkness that would slay her brother and kill the one she loved, then you need to think what that means about how you view yourself. Yes. Is there any chance that this is some sort of a jealousy tactic or, or, or some sort of a, a trying to plant some seed of discord amongst us? That this isn't real. That she doesn't actually want this. Maybe she truly does want Irina still. She may. But who is to say you cannot love more than one? In my life, Tatiana had my heart and my soul. That soul now resides in Irina, but they are not the same. And I still find myself loving her. Fair enough. That does not diminish my love for Tatiana. Certainly. Understood. Just asking. And that raises a bigger question. The monster, if the devil, has found a way to love again. What does that mean? What does that mean for the sister that used to live in that body? Is a small part of her still there? How am I to know? Sergei, this perhaps is relevant to other knowledge we gained yesterday when we put an end to Babalai's saga. The 
midwife of both of you, I believe. Yes. We have deduced from the evidence we retrieved from her home that Baba Lysaga had called Stradanya here, had been the one to guide her to the dark powers that bind this land, that had been with her every step of the way without Stradanya even knowing, and even more unsettling still, all to some grander purpose. I should have seen that it was her. When we were young, the midwife showed a strange obsession with my sister. So much so that she was fired from the employ of, of the von Zorovich family. My mother fired her herself. She was not happy, and I did not see her again. I never put the two together. The symbols that we saw in the hut. Yes. The three eyes. Does that sound familiar to you? Three eyes, no. Three red eyes ranged vertically. I wish that I had information I could give you. Lysaga seemed obsessed. Spoke of whispers. Spoke of a plan. As if... She had been on some grand quest with Stradania as its key. It was she that led Stradania to that one power in the Amber Temple. And I fear that it is that power that still grows along with Stradania's power. If what you say is true, that means there could be redemption for my sister, and I I am not ready to entertain that idea. I'm not beyond sparing another person, but you have to understand, after all the atrocities that we've witnessed and undergone, it's going to be fucking hard to hold back. There's, I, I can't promise. I am not asking you to. I am with you. I watched her take the love of my life from me. And I now hear that she has the ability to bring someone back from death. And even the love of family. My best friend would not do that for me. But would do that for her. I I just didn't want to promise you anything that I can't keep a promise on. And I, I believe that she needs to face the consequences. Yes, I agree. But there is evidence that she may be a pawn in a grander plan. And we need to take that one step at a time. Do you know anything about the red gem in the necklace that she wears? 
It was a gift. From whom? I do not know. Did you notice a change in her once she started wearing it? It was so long ago. A coldness to her. She had not worn it before. Well, it appeared after the engagement, the betrothal to Tatiana. At first, she accepted it. She said she wanted me to be happy. She wanted us both to be happy. But it arrived. And she was not the same. Cold. Just ever so cold. But I cannot be sure they are linked. I was engaged to the one she loved. That in itself is enough to pull siblings apart. Even with her cold heart, we have reason to believe that she still wept over your grave. And our flowers. Do not tell me these things. If there is a small bit of her left, when we are faced with her death, I do not want questions in my mind. There will be no question. The Morning Lord will lead my sword, and it will land true. We know for a fact that she cannot be killed in Verovia. No matter what, she will die. I have seen it in the flames. It is in our fate. But there is renewal and perhaps redemption in destruction and death. It has been a difficult few nights. Let us talk of our next steps. I would like to feel these emotions tonight in private. Understood. Very well. Yes. Do you recommend we go through the front door, Sergei, or through the catacombs? It is my belief that even if she is unaware that I have returned to this land, she will know you have been in the catacombs. She will enhance the security there. It is not safe. So we should go directly. She will know you're coming. That's fine. She has invited us. But she will play games. And if we keep that at the forefront of our minds, we will do what she least expects. We must stay one step ahead of her at every cost. Understood. What are your thoughts on playing into this wedding idea? There is something there. That is something she would not expect. What if you walked Victoria down the aisle? Not saying I would put you in that position, of course, but it would surprise her and throw her off guard. I will need to think on it. I'm not sure we should play the game to the very end. But if we do, it should be I who reads the vows. Either way, we need to go to the Vistami camp. 
outside Castle Ravenloft. I will accompany you. From this moment until the end of my moments, or the end of my sisters, I am at your service. Sergei, how do we keep you covered from her eye? She will not and cannot see me until the late of the morning war. Not until I am ready to be seen. Very well. It's good. Then we only have two more evenings before the end, the final night. Perhaps you're right. So that's the question. Do we sleep here? Yes. I am not leaving this abbey until Shepherd has rested his weary head. I'm all right. I just need a little rest is all. We must all be prepared. Yeah. To the best of our abilities. All of us. If I may ask now that we have two people among us that have been to the other side. What is it like? There are no words to fully describe what it is like, and I would not want to try. Just pray you do not have to see that side of Barovia. I agree. It's it's a dark approximation of life. It's not what it should be. I was spared that fate in my death. Mm. Garrix gave me salvation and restoration. But I, even if you fall, if any of us fall, let us be snatched up in the light of the Fire Lord or the Morning Lord and be spared in that terrible place. If this all ends well, and we put it behind us, is it safe for us to leave Barovia? Would you come with us? I cannot answer that. I am not all-knowing. I am but a paladin of the Morning Lord who has known death. We will take all of these things one step at a time. But for now, our minds, our efforts need to be in felling my foul sister. All right. Well, we have let, a plan. Let us to bed. Yes. We will. We will make our way to the Vistani camp tomorrow. Thank you for agreeing to accompany us. We yes. were going to ask, but didn't want to impose. You have my sword and my guard. Now I'm focused and ready. That is all we need from you, Sergei. Thank you, Sergei. Then, I'm going to head to bed. I've also been up for multiple evenings. Feel free to dine. Enjoy your night. I will see you in the morning. Good night. Good night. Place my case down again. Magnificus, are you all sleeping in the mansion? Yes, please. And I kind of push my way ahead of you and like <laughs> head down into the... All right. I'll take my hat off. Promised Arabelle sleepover. I think I'll stop by the kitchen for some cucumber. 
you make your way down the stairs and as you get to the door, it opens and you see, though, though you can't see the spectral forms, you see a floating pink maid's outfit bobbing around. Oh dear. <laughs> so it opens the door and provides you with what appears to be a champagne glass filled with sparkling apple cider. Mm. Provides it to you. Who put you in these? You look as one of the cuffed wrists points over towards a another room. And in it, you see on the fluffiest chair stacked high with pillows. In a beautiful, sparkling blue ball gown, tiara atop her head, her hair in flowing ringlets down her back. A, an army of fluffy teddy bears and other animals all around her. A huge tea party set up in the parlor. We are having a tea party, so come on, they have seats for all of you. Thank you, Lucas. Doesn't they look so cute? I love him so cute. I'm sorry, please, just, Lucas, I apologize. Just please bear with us for one night. Thank you. Thank you. He likes it. I'll I'll double your pay. I know he does because he didn't tell me he did. Um, all right, yes. Uh, thank you for preparing this. This is lovely. Uh, You're so welcome because you know that it is tea time for me all the time. Well, why don't we have some dinner? There are cookies in here. Who wants real dinner when you can have cookies? Well, why don't we have real dinner and then we can have cookies for dessert? But I wanted to have the pink cake that you had that you made for me for dessert. It's not going anywhere. We'll have dinner first and then we'll follow it up with pink cake for dessert. How's that sound? Okay. Excellent. All right. But you need to all go get dressed. Excuse me? Well, if we're going to have a fancy dinner, I can't be the only one that looks like a princess. What should we wear? I want you to wear a beautiful outfit. Um, Shepard, I want you to be in. And she looks at you. I think that... Um, Bob's hmm. tails, dear. That's not very nice. Oh, coat, coat tails. Leave his tail out of this. What's wrong with the way I dress? I didn't bring anything else here with me. No, it's okay because... The professor can make sure the outfits are in your the wardrobe. The professor knows better than to add a bunch of frivolous shit to my room. You wouldn't add something to his room? I know just the thing. Professor. No, I know just the thing. I want him to have frilly cuffs around his wrists. His color is kind of red-like, so right. I think that he would look really the most pretty in a bright orange velvet suit <gasps> oh, with pretty pink cuffs and a bow tie in blue and purple. Oh. Professor. And make sure that at his butt that there's a little circle there that his tail can come out. I almost and that forgot. all hey. around it is is really pretty laces. Oh, la- oh the prettiest lace, yes. The, uh, done. Professor! Thank you so much. You and look smashing. <laughs> and oh, do you know it would be really great? Where's Son next? Okay, well, when he gets here, can you make sure that he has a, um, let's do a purple fluffy suit that has like a hood on it in the shape of a dinosaur. And it's got like green little splotches on the belly. And it has little fluffy feet. Anything else? Yes, um, and can you make a dress that looks kind of like uh, mine? One in pink, 
but not as pretty, like only slightly less pretty. And can you make that one for Victoria? Because she's Done. always wearing really gross, dark colors. Yuck. And then do you think that in um, for Kana to match the bags under her eyes, you could make her a dress in brown, please? It's all done. Okay, now go God get ready. Arabelle, <laughs> I need to have a discussion with you. Okay. About slaying your friends. I have to go to sleep. I've been awake for almost three whole days. I know, me too, because I watched my dad die and I haven't been able to fall asleep. <laughs> we should have a family dinner, Shepard. Professor. Please. <gasps> Give <laughs> it will be a lovely time for us to relax and rest. I'll make sure there's a big pot of coffee <laughs> available. What do they call it? Cowboy coffee? Don't. If I called don't. it cowboy Professor, coffee, would you be more Professor, inclined? stop. Don't. Don't you, I would like don't it you if you dare. called it cowboy. Oh, do you think you could put it in the rattlesnake teacup? Oh, Absolutely. It's that. Look, it's rattlesnake teacup. broken. Uh, I'm going to get dressed. I'll be oh, right back. You know what would Mine. be really great? Can yes. you make sure that he has silky bloomers to go under his outfit? Oh, done. Yes, it's all in the, your closet, Shepard. Okay, and on the bloomers, can you make sure that there are pretty little cactuses? Act, wait, actual cactuses? No, no, just oh, like okay, prince of was, cactuses. All right, done. Whew. What time is dinner? In 30 minutes. Whenever your butthole recovers. <laughs> 30 minutes, so be it. And I walk down the hallway to my room very quickly. I'll go upstairs like a trans. Oh God, got you enough. Got you enough. That was oh, scary. Everything was going to be the best. You like coughing it back. A fucking sip of coffee. Can I have that hat? Oh, oh my. <laughs> no, I'm I can't put it on because I've got a bun. Oh, yeah. and Jeezy. The get, get smoked hat. Yeah, the get smoked hat. Smoked. Sarnax, you watch as your friends descend into into the into the briefcase, and you know that you will be able to ascend as well when you're ready. But instead, you make your way up the spiral staircase that leads to the abbot's room. And you have been in here before. It's the room that he shares with the mongrel folk. And as you get closer, you can hear the violin music. You open the door like you were instructed to and sitting at the desk there, his eyes closed, lost in thought is the abbot. And as you, as you enter, he raises a hand acknowledging you. Abbots. Thank you very much for your hospitality, and I will not take up much of your time. I just have some burning questions that I feel that only a creature of the divine may be able to answer. I will answer a question or two. You know power of this dark land to corrupt and to cloud our judgment. It has happened to me before, as it happened to you as well. One of our companions recently fell, died, was sent to the darkness of 
this hellscape. And it was the Countess, the Devil Stradania herself, that brought her back. I want to believe her when she says that she stands with us. I want to believe her when she says she is not plotting our own doom, that she will not be our doom. But I fear that everything I've been through with Clayton, Connor, Shepard, and Victoria has weakened my resolve despite my faith in power growing. I now care for more than my mission. I care for more than what the cult You're had always weak, taught me to. Human emotions, humanoid emotions, matter not when powerful enemies are at play. I know. You seek to know that which is in the heart of your friend. Well, I know not your friend, and I know not your god. But I know one small bone with a heart of gold. And an eye that can pierce through time itself. Yes? Try asking her. She will have the answers. Thank you. One more question. One more answer. Am I wrong? You are always wrong when you are not right. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Abbot. Are you just going to leave it there? (laughs) (laughs) Unless I may finish. Well, damn. Am I wrong? Am I wrong to to doubt myself? Should I doubt myself if I want to believe in the power of my companions, the power of my friends? That is not a question I can answer. Your feelings and emotions are not things I can comprehend. Trust in your God. Trust in your innate abilities, in your faith. Trust only in that. Lest you not leave your life in others' hands. You are right. Thank you, Abbot, for your time and your wisdom. I don't know why it is playing that song. Sounds like some shit from Descendants. (laughs) It's been playing that for a while. Yeah, I don't know why. So with that, you finish up your meeting with the abbot and you make your way down into the uh, into the case and into Clayton's mansion. And as you enter in, you are met by a small, the small form of Lucas dressed in a pink maid's outfit as he passes you a, um, a bubbling glass of apple cider and beckons you towards the dining area where you see all of your friends now sitting. Arabelle at the head, wearing a an extravagant blue ball gown. Both Connor and Victoria dressed in ball gowns. Clayton is wearing a very nice tuxedo. Um, his top hat, a little more dapper. 
It's like a silk top hat. Silk instead top of, instead hat. Of felt. Yeah. Instead of wool. Mm. Or mm. wool, yeah. Thanks. Mm. And then there's Shepard. <laughs> in an orange velvet suit, a pink and blue bow tie, frilly cuffs, and his butt, the most noticeable of all places. It's tighter than it really should be. And where his tail protrudes from it, a small hole his tail's able to escape from. The lace there, slightly longer than expected. Almost looks like a veil or a train as it hangs down over his tail. It's really good. Is everyone waiting for me? Yes, you need to get changed, though. Your outfit is in your room. There is a, there is an outfit for you in your room. It is a purple plush outfit. It is little footies for your booties for your feeties. And on top of that, it is shaped like a dinosaur. That's for you. So and nice. it has little green spots on its belly. So go hut, tut, tut. Poop, poop. Hurry we'll up. see you soon. Sarnax, shake a leg. Why would I shake my leg? Go! <laughs> Dress! <laughs> quickly! <laughs> Why would I shake Strange. my leg? Strange. I'll just look at everything and I'll go... <laughs> I turn and I go and I... I, I uh, I'll open my closet and I'll just look at it and I'll be like... I'll put my lantern down. And I'll pull everything on. Uh-huh. And I'll return with my lantern looking like how... Yeah, you're, you're wearing a, a Barney onesie. <laughs> a Kigo. With a yeah. lantern. <laughs> Barney, Barney, Barney Kigo with a, with a lantern. Kigo. Uh, and I will sit down. Can the, can the fire pu- start turning purple and green? So, something, <laughs> something purple out of the corner of my eye like catches my attention. As pull- it <gasps> oh, dear God! Oh, my Lord, Sarnax! <laughs> you look like a stuffed like it. I put this seat directly here for you so I can pet you while we eat dinner. And you see that there is a chair directly next to her. Sorry, Max. I'm so sorry. I've so never ready seen for you this? wear so much clothes. <clears throat> I suppose <clears throat> I suppose that the only respite I have, the only solace is that I am the second most ridiculous looking person in the room. <laughs> I know. It's really sad, but there was no color that really went with Connor's eyebrows quite like brown. No, you know, uh, I really do enjoy looking like a burlesque. I don't know what that means, but your little rumpus is showing it's too small for you. Oh. So sit down, please. All right, There's Lucas, a child please. in the room. Oh, I gave him a menu, so uh, I hope you uh, like what I prepared for dinner. Oh, so the menu I gave him, he, he threw that one out? Yes, I told him that you, you said I could have whatever I wanted, because oh, well, yes, the fine. past couple of days have been real bad. All right, well, I can't wait to be surprised. <laughs> We're saving the pink cake after. Gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme. So First is the is the pre-course. What do they call it? The appetizer, and it is soup. Okay. And okay, it's cool. I didn't really know how to make soup, so it is water mm. and also some peppermints in it. Delicious. Oh no! Nice. You, so you cooked all, all the courses. No, I just told Lucas what I wanted. 
That's wonderful. And you are brought bowls, and in it are water with some slightly (laughs) sticky peppermints. They weren't mixed in and cooked in. They were just dropped in. Dear God. This is kind of like a nice... Lucas is going to come around with the cucumber, and he comes around and you watch as he shaves off some cucumber into the soup. Three days. I've been awake for three days for fucking sugar water. And the cucumbers, though. Should I save a couple slices for our sleepover later for my eyes? No, I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) Oh, oh. okay. I suppose I'll just keep living with these bags under my eyes, yes? That's a choice you have to make for yourself. It's time for the next I over my soup. Oh, thank <laughs> good solace. Oh, make sure you. It's funny with you. <laughs> take, take, uh, Kana, take solace. Jesus. In the eyes of Garrick, it matters Yaza. not how repulsive one is. Oh, uh, physically. Uh, it's all about how repulsive one is on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> How did, what, so what are you implying, Sarnax? Does Garrick think I'm, an, I'm repulsive? Did he stutter? <laughs> Damn! I'm sorry, that was rude. It, I, I'm a little on edge. You I haven't know, slept in many days. You haven't even made it through appetizer yet. You I know apologize. that you can't finish your soup if you keep talking to each other. You're telling me we don't get the next course until the soup is gone? We have to finish our appetizer. I immediately slam the entire bowl and I drink it as quick as possible. I want you to roll a constitution saving throw to see if you choke on any of the mints. Yeah, and the cucumber, and I'm like, I'm guzzling it down to get rid of it. It's mostly water, I assume. Yeah, it is. I'm getting the umbrella out in case he vomits on me again. You won't. It's just water. It's just peppermint water. Uh, I choke a little bit. You get one of them caught in your throat, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) Anna's nice enough, she smacks you on the back, you're able to get it down. This is fantastic. Don't smack him on the back. He likes it so much that he's drinking it so You fast. sound like you're having a great time, Shepard. Why? I insist I can't finish mine. I insist you have some No, you have to drink it all because otherwise you will look even more gross later. Arabelle says it would be rude of you not to finish your appetizer. All of you will look really gross. It's good for your health. Please drink up. Yes, I mean, I'm done. It's very delicious. I knew it would be. It's my own recipe. I can't wait to see what's the next course. You will really like it. Do you have any uh, egg to put in the soup? Oh my god, fuck you. Meat? I'm like literally gagging. Are you sure? And you watch as Lucas comes over and cracks a raw egg into the soup. I hate you so much. That actually looks delicious. Some good fucking food. <laughs> what in the non fucking hell? You fucking fired my. Delicious, what's next? So, what's next is that we're going to have salad. Oh, no. salad. Mm-hmm. Salad. Like, okay. like, just like, like what? leaves and vegetables. Yes, with my very own special dressing. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So you watch as 
<laughs> six plates, or sorry, yeah, I guess six. Six <laughs> plates of salad are placed in front of you. They're beautiful. They're tons of fluffy greens and tomatoes. Um, you notice some almonds, some shaved almonds on there, um, onion, etc. And then they begin to move towards you, the maids, each of them, with a bottle of red thick sauce as they begin to squirt ketchup all over the salad. The professor is sitting across the table from me. I look him dead in the eye and I say, I want to survive from three days on animal carcass. And I just start calling. And I try to get rid of the salad as fast as I possibly can. I'm shoveling it into my mouth. Is she eating it too? No, yeah, yeah. She's she's going. Her plates are small. I'm not even flinching. I am like dead dead angry. I'm staring at it in complete horror. And I eat it as quickly as I possibly can. Professor. And I shove the empty bowl in front of me. Spell this horror. It would be rude. Please continue. Maybe a a bread basket might. Pair very nicely. You uh, don't like it. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I just find there's I'm... a bit of of salt uh, hips. Oh, okay, sure. So... Lucas, and you watch oh, as no. Lucas comes up and he just pours an entire container of salt onto your salad. <laughs> Is well, that better? This is the saltiest thing I ever ate, and I once ate a bowl of salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. This is what I would have said had I not already finished my delicious salad. Ladies, please eat up. Fuck. (laughs) Aurabel. Do you have any egg to go with this? Look at I hate you so much. And you watch as Lucas comes over with the raw egg. He cracks it on top of the salad and walks away. Professor. Finally. (laughs) Professor. I'd like to wager my remaining gold pieces that Victoria yaks right here on the table. What is a yak? What are the odds on that? You can milk them. The over unders at least. I don't know. But by the fourth, the fourth horse, I think. Uh, Sarnax, how many eggs do you think you can eat? If I die again, I'm Quite coming for you. <laughs> Are you going to eat your salad, Victoria? Uh, we yes, put all salad. that salt on there for uh, you. Victoria, I think that's... Do you need more ketchup? No. No, it's good. It's wonderful. Oh, Just perfect. Well, now we need to cleanse our palate before the main part of the meal. Oh, okay, great. <clears throat> and you watch as they bring you out sorbet. <sighs> oh. oh, please don't let this be like Bernie Bots or some shit. Would you like an egg on your sorbet, Sar- Sarnax? That's disgusting, you. Karma. How dare you say disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I just thought you really liked it. <laughs> I, uh, I, without even hesitating, I shovel all of the sorbet. You do. It's, it's, I, a, I, I it's a lovely it. citrus sorbet. I'm pleasantly surprised. And your palate is cleansed. I am pleasantly surprised. I'm, gonna, like, like, I'm just going to hold that in my whole tongue. It's going to be like... I'm gonna Yoshi it. I'm, oh my I'm god, Vox Venata Rescuers Down Under is my favorite movie. I was just thinking that. Are you thinking I was about thinking pea that. soup? Because oh, I couldn't remember what the What is movie. the name of the lizard in the. the yeah. Just eat all the uh, eggs. Oh. Yeah. Francis? Francine? No. Fran- Francie. 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 Francie might be the one who. 
We're going to get anyway, Vance yeah. and Yeah, Vance and Chill. Vance and Chill. that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, 100% the lizard from I got, uh, like, I got toothpicks in my hand, and I've been okay up to this point, and I'm just like struggling with the sorbet, and then I just took the whole bowl, and I just tried to drink it all down, seeing Shepard do the it's same. It's delicious. It cleanses your palate. It, all, it almost uh, neutralizes Is your like stomach a, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love I that. hope it's a red bean sorbet. It's not. It's lime. Oh. Well, I guess that'll do. Well, it's now time for the final uh, course before cake dessert. I'm oh so excited. Very excited. I can't wait. Yes. So I wanted them to make something I thought would be really special, but I don't know what goes in it. So I just made it up. Joanna. Joanna. It Joanna. Is called, Frank is the frilly neck. One. It is called shepherd's pie. Oh, that! Uh, wow. Oh. Uh, wouldn't be the first time uh, I had a dish named after me, but that's another story. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And so you watch as the maids make their way in, and they put this what appears to be a beautiful pie, a, a golden crust on the top, it's steaming, it smells spicy and delicious. Well, everyone eat up. So just one slice for each of us? No, it's a whole little pie for you. Oh, even better. And I just begin to dig in and eat it. You dig in and you start to eat it. And at first, the first bite is delicious. The gravy hits I your mouth meat. and you're like, oh my gosh, this is great. And then you begin to slurp up the gummy worm. And then as you get towards the bottom, the thick chocolatey syrup. Is that is that some kind of wheat cereal? Oh, those mashed potatoes and that wheat cereal don't really go well together. I, I oh, take oh, that's a pocket of pure sugar. I take the little pie with my like fork in it. You so much. I look to Arabelle. Oh, look, like, it's shredded chicken. Oh, I look, look, there's I like, a, look, I like, look there's a chicken dino. I look at Arabelle. I really quick like turn. And I'm like a fucking nugget. <laughs> Okay, chicken nugget. And I like choke it down. A chicken dino, yeah. A chicken dino nugget. Yeah. I like choke it down, like real quick, like off to the side. And I place the the thing down and I'm like, I'm like forcibly like water, like looking for water to try to like wash it down. Did you like it? Oh, it was fantastic. Absolutely. You look around and there is no water, but there is a large pitcher of thick chocolate milk in front of you. I would like water. I don't want the... No, you can't have water. We're celebrating. I need a little yes, bit so drink your chocolate milk. I pour myself like a like a little snifter of, of chocolate milk. <laughs> this is delicious. It's, it's very good. Oh, Thank you. I'm so oh, happy. Oh, it's warm chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. It's like chocolate. And very yes, nice. Water. There yeah. is. I don't know why everyone is having trouble. There is actually meat in this dish, which I am quite relieved. Mm. Finally. Right. So there's gravy and chocolate in the pie? I know. I really wanted you to feel special tonight. Very creative, Arabelle. I would never have guessed. Thank you. Yeah. Very outstanding. Uh, You've outdone yourself. Thank you so much for preparing the menu. You know, I think you could turn this into a Sarnax Flakes breakfast meal. The little uh, and I just like grab my toothpicks and I pull out like a long gummy string. Have you been? And as you do that, you notice a long strand of hair as well. (laughs) Have have you been collecting? Collecting my my skin flakes as I shed. Wait, do you mulch? That's very personal. Is it seasonal malting? 
There's probably a creepy actually like sick else. No, this is this portion of my biology. <laughs> I shed my skin several times a year. Is that a uh, defense uh, mechanism or just natural? just putting that into a confectionery breakfast item. It just sounds really great for marketing purposes. Fuck, Elsie. You're vile. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying Perhaps. you're telling me Sardex you would not crack an egg on a nice big bowl of Sardex flakes that would be near cannibalism Perhaps you are as repulsive on the inside. I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I thought Garrick's liked people that were repulsive on Do the inside. Do you want to have cake now? Yes. I have survived no, yes. in the desert on the most vile of substances and this is by far the worst company I have ever had for a meal <laughs> in my entire existence. It is not very nice don't, don't to say. You are lovely. Okay. Okay. I am well, appalled at our guests here at this lovely feast tonight. In my own, in our own home. Very rude. Very rude. Victoria. Talking about goddamn skin flakes. What the? What? This oh, is no, this this Thank you. Are you ready for the cake now? Yes, please. Yes. I am <clears throat> starving. Great. And Lucas does respond. A large, five-tiered pink frosting cake is brought out. And as you cut into it, you see it is a beautiful confetti cake. And it looks miraculous. Oh. Oh. Does it look like cake? Yes. It's just confetti cake. Uh, May I? I begin to cut into it and say, thank Garrett's that we don't have diabetes in advance. Wait, <laughs> you were supposed to you. give out of the first No, it's just cake. It's just cake. I will kill you. It's just cake. I quickly cut my slice in half and I give half of it to Arabelle. She takes a bite and is the crab meat in the cake. Not I hate it. You so <laughs> This cake looks delightful, but it, it is missing something. Oh no, what is it missing? Don't you fucking crack Do you have Do you have any uh, whipped cream for this cake? Oh I'm so sorry, I'm so I'm such a horrible hostess! Marcus! And he shows up to provide you with a big vat of um, whipped topping. Uh, thank you, Lucas. What <laughs> anyone else? Oh, 
Oh, Victoria, may I help you? No, all right. You're Delightful. Oh, this has been lovely. Is there any chance that I could have a nice cup of coffee with my my dessert? I think that would be a great idea. I would love that for you. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm sorry. Lucas, could you please bring Shepard cowboy coffee? He cares very much when you call it cowboy coffee. Make sure that you put it in the little snake mug. Did you know? Oh, you weren't here. Shepherded little cactuses on his underpants. As soon as Lucas brings the coffee, I will reach for it and say, Oh, thank you. Oh, no. Oh, I spilled my coffee all over this lovely. I gotta go check. No, I'll take care of it. No, I'm spotless. Why? Thank you, Prestigio, my good man. Thank, thank goodness, Professor, that you were able to that you were able to clean him so easily and effortlessly. It's just prestigious. What a great fortune, Shepard. You must be so relieved. I, I am forever in your debt, Professor. Oh, you're very welcome. I would hate to see such a beautiful outfit soiled. <laughs> Me too. Indeed. And that coffee would never oh, come out in the water. You have been frock. saved, Shepard. Saved. <laughs> Well, oh. this dinner has been lovely, Arabella. It has really made me feel very happy. Thank you and for the delicious special. food. You are, you are very special, special, Arabella. I don't know what we would do without you. I know. I can't wait to go into Castle Ravenloft with all of you. Oh, I just loudly scoop back from the table, and I'm just like pretending like I dropped something. Oh, we can discuss that tomorrow, yes, yes. I know. On the way to... To Madam Ava's place. Oh, is nothing lost on you? <laughs> nope. Well, you, you, you do realize you're, you're meeting Madam Ava to learn uh, about who you are and what you can do, right? No, because I already know who I am and what I can do, so she can't help me. But I will go with you into the castle and I will make sure you're okay there. It will be very dangerous, do you understand? Yes, but I'm not going to leave the case, so... (coughs) That may be fine, but if we fall and die and she gains access to my family's heirloom, she could find a way to get you out. Yes, I know that it is one of the possibilities, but I also know that if I'm not there to help you, you are most definitely die. So I will be in the case. But anyway, this is a this is a problem for future us because right now, I think I have a belly ache because I had way too much ketchup on my salad. Well, perhaps you will feel better if. I recite some words that I believe children enjoy here. I would like to hear your words of oh, enjoyment. Uh, so perhaps this will make you feel have better this about the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I uh, love you. You love me. We are a happy family with a great big hug oh, and a okay. kiss from me to you. Won't you say, uh, I love you too? That was really cute, Sarnax. I do love you too. That is what I, I hear the children <laughs> enjoy to hear. That so. was really nice. I did like that a lot, 
actually. I'm glad you enjoyed those words of <laughs> affirmation. No, I did. It made me feel very happy in this house. Very sorry. well. Sorry, I, I didn't know you had such strong feelings. <laughs> uh, very I, touching, Sarnax. Very touching. I am, yes. Chil- children are how they are, yes, and mm. quite. <laughs> yes, and quite. Yes. And a, a, yes. Well, now do we want to all go back to my room and put on our pajamas and go to bed? Well, we all have our own rooms, but we should say goodnight. It's been but a long day. This has been a great dinner, but I gotta get some shut eye. It's been up for like eight and days. And I made sure that the pool was big enough for all of us to sleep on the floaties. That's 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 oh great. Uh, but, but look at me. I'm almost as haggard as Kana. I gotta get some sleep. <laughs> no, Shepard, you're not even close to being as haggard that's, as Kana. That's kind, but if I say it one more day, we, we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's a horrifying thought. It's true. You should go to bed. Yeah, oh to be fair. Thank you. I will, what, sorry. It would probably take at least a, one whole week. I think he died, but Connor's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that though, because that would be mean. Oh well, Connor, would you like to hear the words of affirmation? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That doesn't make me feel any better, Sarnax. Oh, I the sentiment. I do love you, though. Really? Yeah, no, of course I do. You want to sleep in the pool? (laughs) Yes. You know what? I will sleep in the pool. Sure. That would be awesome. But you can't sweep a pool because it's wet. (laughs) So do we want to go to bed now? God damn it. This fucking invisible makes me have a list. Do it. If oh nobody needs anything else from me, I'm gonna go to bed. You have pajamas on your bed. I will put them on. I hope so. Thank you. You're welcome. I go to fucking bed. Uh, I fucking run. You do, and when you get to bed, you see that there is a set of pajamas there. It is a onesie similar to the one that uh, Shepard was wearing, (laughs) but yours is in the shape of a Gila monster. Aww. I pick it up and put it on, and I look towards the door. It looks warm. Soft, fucking too. see what's gonna happen. She probably saw this shit. She probably knows whether or not I'm gonna put this on or not. But if I make the decision to do it, then does that mean that I played into what she saw? If I choose not to, do I change the future? Or did she already know? She she said she hoped I put it on. The fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I sit there and I stare at this onesie by myself for like an hour as I contemplate these things over <laughs> and over myself. <laughs> Do you go, everyone else goes to the room, or do they all come back to sleep on the pool and the floaties? I'm, I'm going sleep. to bed. I'm sleeping on the floaties. I want to be around water so bad. <clears throat> Victoria, you make your way back to the room, and you find that there is a onesie waiting for you as well. Ooh. A Black Widow spider onesie sits oh. on the bed. Oh. I'll go back to my room as well. You go back to your room, and there is a plush robe and some silk pajama pants. Ooh, and, a, and a nice silk shirt with the embroidery um, CA. What are we, second class citizens? <laughs> what is this bullshit? Very nice. Oh, she has great taste. Fucking spider roll. I'll put it on and I'll like, I was going to write in my um, in my room, but I think I will bring my case and I'll have it like turn into the writing desk mode and I'll sit by the pool uh, for, oh. for an hour or two. Okay. 
You do that. that. You you tuck Arabelle in. Uh, Connie, you put on your panda onesie. Oh, um, and, red panda. Uh, red panda onesie. Excellent. And you climb into bed. I climb into the floaty. Well, Absolutely. yes, the floaty on the Ooh. on the pole. I of course, will, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the thing. Uh, I'm gonna link my arm through the little hand handle on her floaty, so that we are always just bobbing around the pool Aww. together. She's tucked in, and as you slowly start to fall asleep, you feel the floaty shaking, and you feel the pressure before you know what's happening as she climbs on top of you and snuggles into your arms and falls Aww. back asleep. <laughs> I'm going to wake up with a wedgie, aren't I? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good night. Good night, yep. I would like to know uh, whether Shepard put on the onesie or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Divine intervention. Luckily for Shepard, like no this. one at this table gets to know except for Nikki. <gasps> Sarna, you hear a knock at your door. Sarna, after it's been like an hour and a half. Uh... Uh, yeah, y- yes. Shepard, do you have a moment before? I know you are tired. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? Abby's going to spend this, all of her points. Is this uh, yeah. important? Is this important? Yes, it is important. No, no, no. I mean, is it really important? Yes, Ask yourself Shepherd. if this is an emergency and if I have to open the door. It is important to me. Well, can we talk through the door? <laughs> no, I would like to come in. What kind of hospitality is that, Shepard? <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> I open the door and I allow. Sh- I allow. Sorry. Oh, wow. what, 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 do I, what do I see, Shepard? <laughs> I'm wearing the onesie. Yes! Sweet victory! Sorry, what do you want? Shepard, I like your style. May I come in? You may come in. Don't comment on the goddamn style. Just sit down. What's Thank going you, on? Shepherd. <clears throat> Today has been a long day. Yeah, and yeah, it's been like three long days. God. After eating that meal, that strange, bizarre meal with that child, Arabelle, I admit it is a little strange for me. Did you know your parents? Well, you know, I... I, I didn't want to say anything. I, I didn't want to upset the child, but, you know, I was younger than her when I lost my parents. I, I don't even remember them, and, and, and quite frankly, it, it doesn't get any easier. I thought I didn't want to burden her with that. What happened to your parents? Well, it's a long story, but to keep it short, people like me, my understanding is my parents were just like me, tieflings, that is. There was some religious activity, a cult, if you will, uh, where I'm from, and then they ran my parents out of town and and killed them. And the doc took me in, and that was kind of the end of it. And and that was why initially I've never really been a religious person. And and it was was a a brutal thing that happened, and and I just, I've, I've learned through you not to judge the religion, but to judge the person as they are. Uh, not not all people are evil if they follow religion and vice versa. But they were taken from me very young. Shepard, I am sorry to hear of your loss. I had no idea the fact that it was inspired by alleged worship of the divine. I have learned that there are many religious individuals, many good, 
and many evil. Did it feel terrible when you lost them, similar to how Arabelle feel, felt? Uh, I mean, yeah. It's a huge part of my life just, just gone. Something I never even really got to experience. It's awful. I see. I do not understand. <clears throat> I cannot relate. I never knew my parents. Well, I knew my parents, presumably, but I did not know that they were my parents. In my garden where I was raised, breeding was just for reproduction, and the eggs would hatch, and we would be raised by the cult. It was taught that having such familial ties would be distractions from our worship of Garricks. So I have seen a number of elders that I had been taught by get carried off into the treetops by the Ocaxian court, never to be seen again. But we were always taught that in the end, Garrix's fire would make it all right. But I was unable to understand, but it is the same for you as it was for her. It's it's rough. Now, she might even have it worse than me because, you know, I only have glimpses of my parents, but I'll, all I know is it doesn't get easier losing people you care about. I understand that, Shepard. And I think that that's why we need to have a discussion. Sure. Lay on in no more than two days, very soon we'll be entering Castle Ravenloft. Yes. And although I had not planned on it, I have grown fond of you. And I've grown fond of the rest of the expedition as well. Well, shucks, I've grown fond of you too. Thank you, Shepard. But that is what I want you to Put aside as much as you can when the time comes. Well, I mean, we, we got a job to do, uh, of course, if, if that's what you mean. But I'm not going to stop you know, caring about anybody. We all made a vow we're going to get out of here safely. We, I made a vow that the darkness that tightens its grip on Barovia would end. That was my vow, and that it was your responsibility to shepherd the others but if the time comes and I am not to make it I do not want your fondness of me to cloud your judgment hey 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 hey. come on now we're we're all gonna make it out I'm I'm not just gonna leave you behind nobody's getting left behind we're all gonna get out safely once this darkness is gone we all just waltz on out of here like any other day alright perhaps Shepard but remember, you are the shepherd. I am not. I am the inferno. And fire rages hot, destructive, but only temporarily, until it dies down, having done what it needs to do. I don't like, I don't like what you're saying. Like it or not, I am saying it. And I just want you to swear to me and to Garrix, 
that when the time comes, you will not let your affection and your fondness rush you into foolishness. The only thing I'm promising is getting everybody out of here that I can to the best of my ability. That's all I'm promising. You hear me? Yes. Shepherd the others home. And yourself, most importantly. I'm going to save everybody in my power. All right? I find that's an acceptable response. Fine. I'll stand up. Good night, Shepard. Good night, Sarnax. And you all benefit from a long rest. Oops, that's a short one. Morning comes, and you are... Uh, you are hustled to the eating area. Arabelle wants to have another breakfast with you, and she allows Shepard to choose the the meal plan. So you are saved. Uh, you were saved by this decision from her uh, horrendous cooking. You're able to eat together and enjoy the morning. You all feel refreshed, but you have a long day before you. Is there anything that you want to do before you begin the journey towards... Madame Ava's camp. How long do we think it would take by foot? Um, it would take the entire day by foot. You'd be getting there in the evening. Easily. To get to, to Madame Ava. Mm-hmm. And that was if you hustled and you just went straight there. We know that Sergei can't be spotted by magical means by Stradania, but what does that mean if she were to just appear in front of us? She would see him, no? Should we give him a disguise? I'm not even sure she'd be able to touch him. Uh, again, I'm not really all... This whole religion thing is fairly new to me, but... I mean, look at Given that we're going into a Velaki camp, we know that there could be... Not Velaki, Vistani, apologies. A Vistani camp. We know that there could be enemies amongst them. A disguise is a good idea. They may report back to her that he's with us. Keeping his identity unknown would be best. Do you think that if they have diviners among them, that that will fool them? Won't fool Madame Ava, I don't believe. Then what is the purpose? I would say you would know that so far the only two that you've known to be true diviners are Madame Ava and... um, And Arabelle, you know that uh, Esmeralda was playing with the Taroka cards, that she could read them, but she doesn't have the same clairvoyant sense that the other two do. If you think that just by looking at his face, someone might make that connection, then so be it. We can try to disguise him. All right. Well, we have two options getting there. We could... Uh, <clears throat> walk the whole day and we'd have to pass Velaki and go through all of that or I could teleport all of us straight to Madame Ava's camp yes straight to the camp I'm, I'm not going to turn down uh, saving time I mean time is of the essence here I, I guess yes. I don't understand the drawback but we are not going to teleport there meet Madame Ava and then rush to Castle Ravenloft. Once you have expended that great amount of magical energy, you will need to rest. I agree. 
but we could have more of the day there instead of spending our time traveling. It's up to you. If we would rather just... There, ah. is, there is a risk of a mishap. It's your, it's your call, Professor. I, I, you know, this is your realm. I'm just along for the ride here. Victoria, it's been two nights now since the incident. Has Stradania come to you in your dreams or in your sleep? There's no. no day set for the wedding, so there's no necessary rush to get to her, but... I've not felt anything in my dreams or otherwise. I don't think... You haven't. Okay. <laughs> Thoughts? Sonax, what do you think? If we are committed to spending the day in the Mistani camp and preparing, then perhaps we can teleport. I'd prefer to save time and spend it in a safe location than spend the same amount of time risking our lives walking through the woods. But that's just me. If we can get there and rest for the evening in this We'll have the whole day ahead of us. Exactly. And perhaps they will be able to barter the equipment that we... Or we can stop... The, the, the benefits of traveling through the Lockie is that we can stop by a merchant and purchase all of the items that we need. Perhaps, however, the Vistani would have things that we could barter for. No, you're right. Are, are you confident you can get us there? You, you sound a little unsure. There was a chance that we could appear off target, or... What kind of chance? I mean, we're talking like, what, what, out of ten? Well, <clears throat> let me run the numbers really quickly. Uh, based on my calculations, um, there's about a 50% chance we would end up on target. That's not... You're telling me only I half do. a fucking coin flip. Oh, is that? Y yeah, yes, yes. Is there anything we can do to improve that? We would need an associated object. Well, well, do you think that because, like, she is my grandma, that I could be an associated object? I was just thinking. Do that. we still yes. have the cards? That's true. What are your yes. cards? We do have the cards. Yes. She, she read our, our, our reading. We've got the cards, right? She had. She, she touched had, them. She had us keep them. They were they were her cards. We were out of care. Did we know what level did we know that she was her grandmother? Like, did she know that we knew already? She told us, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so she told us already. You and knew that she was her grandmother. She knows that you know that she's her grandmother. Got it. I mean, um, we might, you, can, can you zero in a little better? If we, if we still have the cards, then... then, yes, then here, 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 hold these. Do, we, we kept the cards, right? Mm -hmm. This should allow us to teleport there, no problem, yes. Well, presumably. Based on my understanding of the spell and arc the arcane well, arts can be I mean, a bit like tricky. Eighty percent. I'm well, sure if you hold Arabelle's hand, it might help too. Uh, if I uh, uh, possess an associated object that's been taken from the desired destination for the last six months, uh, such as a book from a wizard's library, it a dead work. linen from a royal suite, or a chunk of marble from a lich's secret tomb, it would be a one hundred percent chance that we would end up on target. I think we're okay then. I think we are. Roll the fucking dice. What about, should we speak with Sergei before we do it? Sergei is coming with us. But the, the illusion. The, the disguise. disguise, yes. I do not think we should have any false pretenses amongst those we wish to uh, encamp with for the evening. I am very scared of that information to give back to Stradania. 
Let I don't believe that we truly could hide anything from her. And either way, let her know that we are coming. Let her know that that her brother is coming, the morning lord is coming. Her death, her doom is coming. I think we should Perhaps speak to Sarah that. before we make this decision. See what he thinks. Good nerd. On the other side, on the other, on the other hand, if we storm the castle, that's sending a message that the wedding is off. Might be easier to to go with ease. No, he did say he was gonna he was gonna think about it and get sure. back to us in the morning. So I think Connor's right. We'll talk to him, okay. see what he thinks about the disguise, what we proposed as a plan. Let's hear let's hear him out, yeah. and then we'll make some decisions. We got all yes. day, right? Yes. Yes. Then let's let's wait and talk to Sergey. All right. All right. You finish your breakfast and you say goodbye to Arabelle as you make your way out of the case and into the main uh, the main uh, entryway of the Abbey of Saint Markovia. You meet up with Sergey and you have a conversation with him. He, we'll just brevity this. Yeah. He doesn't believe that. Um, a disguise is necessary. And he thinks that there needs to be more talking about what exactly the plan would be for Victoria, but he doesn't think that it's completely off the mark that something like that could throw his sister um, for a loop. That there's also, um, there's also sense in storming the castle and making it known that the wedding is off. That, that kind of thing could show a sense of strength that she would not expect, but it requires more talking, that he's with you. He's willing to go on this adventure with you. He says his goodbyes to Irina. She says hers to you, saying similar things to the night before, but this time making sure to, to hug each of you individually and wish you all the best. And as she hugs Sergei, you see that she holds on a little bit longer. She stands on her tiptoes and kisses his cheek. She wishes it, wishes you all goodbye with a tear slowly falling from her eye. She waves goodbye. Are we ready? Yes. yes. I'll start kind of spinning my hands around and I'll say. Is there not a teleportation circle here that we could use? That's only two, not from. Teleportations go two to each individual circle. I know nothing of magic, it was only just to help with your resources. <laughs> Carry on. Bottom! And we will all kind of flash in an arcane light, and we will appear um, in the Velaki camp. You find yourselves in the Velaki camp. The sound of music playing around you, fire roaring towards the center. A Vistani woman looks over to you. Oh, look who it is. I see, I knew you would be coming, man. Then even knows when people are coming. So, you will head to her tent then. You were expecting us? She let us know you would be here. With the little one, but I don't see her. She's here, don't worry. Well, to the tent then. And she shuffles by you, her bosom pushed high atop her corseted uh, garment. She um, moves past you seductively and winks at you as she walks past. The tent is this way. I will follow. Mm. 
And you see as she walks around and she begins to tell some of the other Vistani, um, you see as they're looking at Sergei, but they, they're not looking at him in a, um, in the way that you would think, a, ooh, who is that? We know who that is, but a, ooh, tall, dark, and handsome. Um, more oogling his goodies more than anything mm, else. And as you make your way in, dog. the smell of the tent hits you first. You're familiar with this tent. The incense is heady in the air. As you walk in, the sound of the tassels and the coins jingling as you move the curtains aside. I knew you would come. I had no doubt. Madam, I had a feeling you may be expecting us. And as you walk in, it takes a moment for your eyes to adjust to the darkness of the tent. Few candles burning here and there. Madam Ava sits atop a plush landscape of embroidered satin pillows. A table in front of her, overlaid with a purple velvet cloth. Her crystal ball firmly placed in the center. Ooh. Finally, bring it back out. And as you walk in, she motions for you all to take a seat. Sit back on my knees. We have much to discuss. We do. What brings you this way? We have met some family of yours. Do you know of Arabelle? What don't I know of? Fair point. She has lost her family. Your family, I'm sorry. When I lost my daughter, her mother, it pained me to look at her face. I still do not believe that I can look upon it yet. She is in good hands. Her path lies with you for now. You don't want to teach her? There is nothing I can teach her she does not already know. It is in the blood. But you... There is much she could learn from you. Uh, are you sure you're her grandmother? Flesh and blood? Yes. But I am old. And my time comes to an end. She has had enough loss. To become attached and to lose me too would not be a kind fate for the child. Let her grow attachments where they can flourish. Should we not? All around, yeah. Uh, we are going. We we are going Sorry. to. Did someone Siri? say Siri? Okay, okay, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we're planning to go somewhere very dangerous. Uh, it could be death for all of us, including her. If she comes with us. Yes. That is a chance you must take. Why have you come? Why have you really come? Uh, I have come because I need to know what you can see. And I'll take out the cards. 
these all came true. All of them. Uh, every car and all lay them all out. We fulfilled all of them and, and, and except the last one. So I believe we're, I believe we're very close to defeating Strahd. But the fates have changed, have they not? Much has changed since we last met. Take the cards, shuffle yours in, and hand it back to me. I'll put my the cards in. Remember that time? Yeah. Andy got fucking duped. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> Not this time. It's keeping an eye on you now. <laughs> Please. Lay the first card out for me. Oh, fuck. Hold on, let me get this kid out of the camera going here. I'm gonna move the minis out of the way. Yeah. Do it like right here. I'll just do it this way so that's at least yeah, the orientation. The traitor, the card as it stands. This card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. Look. For a wealthy woman, a staunch ally of the devil, she keeps the treasure on the lock and key with the bones of an ancient enemy. Uh, all right. The Conjurer. His card tells of a powerful force for good and protection, a holy symbol of great hope. I see a dead village drowned by a river ruled by one who has brought great evil into this world. I don't understand. We've already gotten all these cards. The Paladin. This card is of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. I see a sleeping prince, a servant of the light, and the brother of darkness. The treasure lies with him. What once was the artifact, but no more. Speak its name, the name on the card. Avenger? Her eyes turn to Sergei. The brother of the prince stands before me. He will venture with you. He will be the hand that fells your foe. The next card, please. The fate has changed. The beast. Your enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead you to her, and where you will eventually destroy her, the beast sits on her dark throne. Pull another. Tell me its name. Seer. The little girl. The family lost another card. Tell me its name. Tempter. The one in two. A woman tempted. Her eyes land on Victoria. Another. The marionette. Split in two, tempted, and a pawn of the devil. Another. The bishop. The holy one. The avenger for good, and her eyes lay on Sarnax. The 
the shepherd. The one who will lead you from this land. Another? Another. The warrior. The one who will fight for you. Who will put her life on the line for you. Another. The wizard. And you. Her eyes go completely black as her head falls backwards. The one who will destroy them all. And that is where we'll end this episode. <gasps> oh, oh my god! As much as I thought that history was repeating itself once more, it seems as if things are different this time. Fate has changed for our heroes. That was not supposed to happen. Perhaps, unlike me and the poor souls whom I rule, the Azran expedition may be masters of their own fate. Perhaps my brother was the key to all of this. Perhaps we may all see salvation. No. Such things cannot be. Only suffering and death thrive here. Can that ever change? Find out in Chapter 16 of Curse of Stradania, Creatures of the Night. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Evandris tell similar stories of Dungeons and Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch. You can also enjoy our many campaigns on YouTube, support us on Patreon, and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Ventress family. <laughs>